Welcome to a meeting of the Brush Liquors Club. Warhammer, but more casual. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Please, can you take your seats and remain seated throughout this showing? That is right. It is the world's most professional, unprofessional podcast going around. That is it. That is known as the Brush Liquors Club. Boop, 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 boop. Heck yeah. Um, so we've we've got rid of the the rabble last last uh, session. That was um. The rebellious rabble known as Two Girls and One Paint Pot. Um, wow, that was a that was a live now, wasn't it, Matt? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm never leaving my door open again. <laughs> but we, you might have heard a little chuckle there. You, um, he's probably your uh, most favourite presenter, possibly. I don't know from Games Workshop. He might be your most hated presenter from Games Workshop. Hey, throw it into the mix. But we have the wonderful, the glorious, the Mr. PG. Hey. Thank you. I've never been called that before. Uh, I thought you were going to introduce me as Duncan then, because he's the only one I know is the uh, the greatest painter of Games Workshop. Uh, so, hey, it's not Duncan. It's not Duncan. I am. Oh, are you, yeah, are you not... me on. You're, you're, you're no, I've got Duncan. Oh, oh, God. Really yeah, I, 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 well, you've got your own uh, I can Matt. pretend. I can pretend. I can do that. Bretonians <laughs> are great. I love Bretonians. Awesome. My favourite army. Uh, Go Bretonia. Matt. Matt, can you get in contact with the booking guys again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no, it this is, is so awkward right now. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes aside, we've got Mr. Chris Peach here on us with the Brush Liquors Club. And it's a bit of a surreal moment, I think, because. Hmm. Getting back into the hobby, um, you were one of the first faces I saw, PG. Oh, God, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, what was, is um... that? <laughs> well, it must have worked because it got me hooked. Oh, cool. Now, yeah. all these years later, like I'm... old men. Yes. <laughs> oh, God, I'm admitting it to my wife. Shit. Oh, what? no. What's that, babe? No, nothing. Love you. Um, anyway. <laughs> yes. So, for anyone out there, any new listeners or returning listeners... Welcome. You know, we'll quickly talk through the structure of how um, this very organised and professional show runs. Yeah, um, we talk about some hobby, uh, maybe a little bit about what's going on. Um, a recap from last session, Peach, was um, mm. I broke one of my models. I was talking oh, about. No. I, I was like, oh yeah, I've completed this, uh, you know, um, Custodes jet bike and broke it. So hopefully, I don't break any more models tonight. Yeah, because it's making. The backlog a lot harder. Yeah, <laughs> having to yeah, do four things do like two, three times. <laughs> um, or you're just challenging yourself. You just go, yeah, I've done it. Break it. Just yeah, it harder yeah. difficulty level. Yeah. Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> Should we? Has anyone been super productive at all? Has anyone been something they can flex on? I mean, Pete, she must have done a fair bit. You've got stuff on I'm, the back burner. Yeah, I mean, I'm working on many things at the moment um i've got like a whole bunch of silver bayonet stuff which isn't games which are related it's just loading napoleonic horror based stuff i've got oh, a whole bunch of war bastards war cry bastards oh. bastards <laughs> um doing some more necromunda stuff because that's going to continue uh for the channel uh, we get nagged at a lot because we started a campaign well i idiotically got excited about a campaign should have called it a pilot didn't really do that mm. and then it was like here's mission one 
seven months later we've not done mission two so uh we yeah. will do that um but yeah a bit of everything but i suppose the last few nights uh nothing i've been reading hero quest because i recently bought that and it's cool. Ooh, nice. nice the nice. new edition obviously nice. <laughs> oh, nice. yeah, getting cool. the child excited about hero quest was easier than i expected so Ooh, really? that was yeah yeah i mean it's aimed 14 plus um and i was like do you want to do you want to go in a dungeon and kill some orcs and goblins with a barbarian? And he was like, yeah, dad, that sounds cool. And I'm like, it's for 14 and you're six. I'm sure we'll be fine. And he got it straight away. Yeah. It was awesome. That's how that's how good the rule system is that a six-year-old yeah. can... Uh, I mean, there's a few things he's not bothered about, um, like, you know, worrying about cash flow and buying extra equipment and stuff like that. He doesn't actually care about that. He just wants to go into a room and slaughter orcs. So win-win. Perfect. Really. <laughs> a, bit, a, bit like, a bit like every uh, six-year-old then, basically. No well, idea about money. Good one, so good one to go and slay orcs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and grown-ups as well, like me. Um, that sounds like my day-to-day life. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, no, nice. Well That's well cool. I love that. I love the, the hero quest. Something I completely forgot about, mm. actually. Um, yeah, Matt, anything from you at all? There. Um, have I got any hobby done? Um, I'm still um, painting sponsons. Any printing as well? Uh, I have, yeah, I have done some. I have done some uh, printing. Yeah, I've um, I've been uh, um, I've been nicely reminded that I've been printing some more Victoria minis um, nice. at the moment. So um, I finished doing all of Sean's Rough Riders. So he'll be pleased to know I'll be giving them to him this week. Um, which so very excited. Fun. He's very excited. That took me took, took me bloody ages, but he wanted didn't just want a couple. Wanted twenty. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> just 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 a little twenty. All different. Right the row here, mate. It's fine. <laughs> Only took me about two weeks to print solidly. Um, apart from that, it's fine. Um, and then today I've um, printed for myself. I printed some of the uh, yeah the brand new um, uh, tread feather forward slash missile troopers that uh, the fantastic Victoria Minis has done. So um, mm. she released the files literally this weekend, uh, and I bought them within about twenty minutes of them being live. And I've started printing a couple. So oh, um, cool. I'm very very much looking forward to to getting those together for my Tannic forces. Um, I absolutely love missile troops, um, and obviously I'm building my. Tannin Force starts to be very, very fluffy. So it's going to be snipers and nice. missile troopers galore, basically, um, to go with the Armenian tanks. So, um, oh, yeah, nice. Good, to... good. Yeah, Armenians. Yeah, Armenians. Um, yeah. yeah, I've got my name. Do you know what, Peach? I've actually, I've even managed to get, um, where is he sitting on my desk or something? I've, I've even managed to get um, a Grismond. Little Grismond. <gasps> Ooh, uh, tank fantastic. On top. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I had to go for like a bit of a China Forge thing to get him because he's absolutely, yeah. he's, he's literally as rare as anything. But yeah. it's only one place in the entire world that I could find to get one. Um, <laughs> it took a month and a half to get here. Um, but when he was here, I was very, very excited. So, That's um, awesome. yeah. I got a question there. I got a question. Tank related stuff. Uh, Narmenians or yeah. Pardis? Uh, which, which are the two tank companies that befriend the TANF do you prefer? Because I like the Narmenians, but uh, I think they're. I'm, I'm Armenians. Well, I'm not for Armenians. For me, Armenians. I'm a part of Then I don't. Yeah. I think it was oh, the okay. sniper tank hunter that did it for me. Having a tank that acted like a sniper, and that Sergeant McCall's like, I like this tank. <laughs> it's a sniper. <laughs> oh, McCall. It's stealthy McCall. ish. I love McCall. Oh, yeah. what a man. Yeah, um, I think for, them, for, for, for my point, the Armenians is when they do like their super fast, like weaving. Um, so like that, yeah, yeah, that's that it. Oh, so mate, oh, just, the thought of that, that is just 
the way it's described yeah. in Necropolis is just so yeah. good. That's Dan Abnett at his best, really. That's my favourite book, I think. Yeah, Necropolis. yeah same. That's, That's my awesome. favourite. I'd love to see, love to see your tally farming when it's all like fluffed up and stuff. Oh mate, well, yeah, hundred percent. I'll um, I'll send you send it over and stuff. Um, but it's, what the army? Uh, Cheers, that's so nice. Of you, yes, please. That is so good. Cheers. Yeah, I'll just send it. <laughs> send the full army. I mean, I'll just send it to you. You can use it on the channel. You can play with it if you want. Yeah, there you go. Brilliant. Have, have a bit of fluff. You're not getting it back. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, okay then. Well, I'm glad it's really done, didn't it? <laughs> um, but no, it's it's a brief, like it's literally my uh, my passion project really like it's my yeah. holy, holy goal uh, i said to the people before but i'm gonna get like, like every single tariff trooper that's ever named gonna mm. make them even and then put like a little name thing on them like a little, yeah. no, you get the little name things i'm gonna put them on there so everyone's remembered no, no one has ever forgotten um it's, it's my are plan. you are you gonna even put coup elijah fethin coup in there are you gonna yeah you gonna I, I, will, oh, I will i will make him um why would you do that? I mean, to. I've done it. <laughs> yeah, you go, I'm going to have to, aren't I, really? Yeah. Even, even if but it can is... we, Again, can we just say, Dan Abnett, like, to make me hate someone so mm. much. Even oh, now? Yeah. 15 yeah. years on? 15? Oh, probably 10, maybe. No, 15. Yeah. I'd, I'd say about 15. Oh, yeah, yeah he's, so, he's a hated character. Well, this is the thing. I've only been hobbying, what, since a lot of... Oh, God, I'm getting, I'm getting so angry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and I... <laughs> And I only, so I only realised, like, I only kind of discovered Gordon's Ghost books about a year ago, and I've read all of them in the last year, basically. Oh, amazing. Just, uh, obliterated them. And then, obviously, then, as soon as the new guard was out, I was like, I think we're going to yeah. start a whole Tanif army. Yeah. Um, and the new guard is just so nice for Gaunt's Ghost yeah. as well. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, you mean the, it's really the new good, plastic though. Cadians? Or just yeah, like, the new Cadian guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Perfect, so, yeah. With uh, all the rucksacks and stuff, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I've mixed them up Sorry. as well. I've got like some old ones. I've got like the old mm. Cadians, like some, some yeah. of the new upgrade Cadian sprues, and then I've got like some of the um, new ones. And then I've given all of them green stuff capes, and I've got yeah. some um, Victorian minis. Kindly got um, was doing that is doing like the little pins, the tariff pins she does. I bought loads of those as well. And I've, um, oh, that's cool. I've tried to make yeah. them all have black hair for the, for the ones that are from Tanif, and I've tried to make yeah. the older Cadian ones Tanif, and then the other ones are a bit from Burgast and from yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, I, I, I started doing a Tanith Army years ago and I just used what, what was some of the old metal Tanith that came out, um, yeah. which were nice, but there was like four Tanith Trooper poses in like blister packs yeah. and then obviously the box set. Um, and then the only other plastic available at the time was the Katachan Jungle Fighters. Oh where, my God. So, I like all these yeah. vests, sort of like muscular dudes and stuff. But over the years, I've I've added and changed and this that, and the other. And the new, like you're saying, the new Cadians, um, I think just are perfect because the Tanif Force is a mix of men and women, right? So yeah. initially, exactly. it's it's mostly all dudes, and then they get the ver, vergast um, yeah. bunch in. And they're just like women in the army. What is this? And then yeah, suddenly, yeah. like they're like, oh, they're pretty good snipers and pretty good at weapons teams. And now with the Cadians, it's like. A bit more easier to, to get those like heads in there and like the shapes of the bodies and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, playing definitely. playing around with that is is gold. No, it's, um, it's been good. It's, I think the GW support on, on the the women's front has actually been really helpful as well. Like I am, um, I converted like the new um, Minsk Lesk model into mm. Tona Creed. So I've converted uh, into Tona Creed. Smart. I no, is it her? I did no, I've no, I've converted. Actually, it was actually Sergeant Ripper Jackson. I converted. Sorry. Yes. So, yeah. so obviously I've got her like arms because she's quite very kind of um, meant to be quite strong and fit um, mm. 
Tona. So I've got her and I've like kind of I've got that pose out of the book. I've managed to get a, that pose in the book with a Tanif knife. And yeah, then, yeah. Then ground the shoulder, the really cool one. And I managed to get her head, which has got like the exact haircut she's got in it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I've like kind of really gone gone big on that. And then I've um thanks to you, Peter, and your uh, love of war cry. I've also discovered Warcry models to convert things out of, which has been absolutely oh, unbelievably helpful. Yeah, so I've managed to um, get um, Ezra Knight um, out of one of the uh, the crow crow men people. Oh, Corvus Cabal! I was literally going to say Corvus Cabal feel right for Ezra Knight. That's amazing. I, I've I've literally I, I managed to get a um, a crossbow from the original uh, Empire thing to so give me mm, his crossbow. Nice. Uh, and then obviously he's got these knife, and he obviously he's got the because he's got the skull mask and the feathers mm. they talked about in the in the books. Um, I'm gonna make him like proxy him as like an assassin, basically. Yeah, that's my plan. That's smart. Um, so yeah, sounds so amazing. Yes, yeah, it's, oh, um, it's big projects, but it's, it's getting. I'm loving it, absolutely loving it. And um, I see uh, Sean. Sean was telling me about. I know you heard him on your podcast about scumbag uh, scumbag customs and the decals. Yes, yeah, yeah. So um, he's sorting me out with the Armenian decals for my tanks. So they're like absolutely spot <gasps> yes. on too. Fantastic! So, uh, yeah. Massive thanks for uh, the, the the heads up there because that's um, going to be. That's going to be yep. a little icing on the cake for yeah. uh, really Jeff's manager Pan, as he calls him. <laughs> yeah, so absolutely nice. love stuff. Scumbag customs, so good. Um, yeah, mate, you've, yeah, you've uh, the printing. I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait to see him. I think this one looks so good. From um, from my side, I guess it's just um, I haven't even fixed the model I broke last episode. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> you wow. better do it quick because those parts yeah. gravitate away from each other. Exactly. I'm again. literally that I've kept the the hair piece on on the base of the bike. Okay, good, good. So it's like you're not going anywhere. But I know when my beautiful darling daughter finds her way into this office, mm. things normally go walkabout. Oh. Someone so like last year, someone bought me. Um, do you know the you paint them yourself, the bigger like Space Marines. I, I don't yes. think it's not Joy Toy. Yeah, yeah, one of them. Yeah. The, yeah. the big chunky action men Marines yeah. um, painted it up. She walked in, absolutely loves it, and now she has a Reaver in her um, bedroom. Oh. <laughs> so, hey, this hobby wasn't like expensive enough as it is. I've got a fucking two year old into it. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. Let's get start me young. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just yeah. But I've done a, a proper like grim dark like paint job on it. And he's got like all that mud and dirt and some blood on his face. She loves him. I'm like, oh, fantastic. Well, this is um, this is either a really you know positive strong start to your life, or you're an absolute little psycho. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Later on in the years to come, she'll be like, I like blood and mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Um, what did I create? <laughs> exactly. But do you know what I think in I've not I've actually not done any hobby since last episode, which is shameful, I know. I shall bow my head in shame and receive several lashes. Oh. Um but <laughs> yeah, it's that kind of podcast, BG. Oh, cool. Just you wait until <laughs> the pegging starts. <laughs> I oh, mean, I'm all about what? that. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord of Pegs. That's who I am. Um, yes. So that is our that is our hobby done. Um, mm. I think one of like, obviously big thing of having you on Peach is we've we've mm. obviously got some questions um, yep. questions for you, and we've got questions from our um, our Discord as well. Cool. They're um, they're excited to ask you a few questions, um, and then finally, I feel like you'd be perfect for this. Is because mm. stuff you've done on the painting phase and like your trips and your your um, 
your tip kind of thing is we typically have a section called the Wolf on Wall Street. So our okay. Wolf on Wall Street section is where we try and save people some money in a hobby. Yeah. So it can be easy. Anything, anything you want. So people have even suggested airbrushing before, like it's a big startup cost, but like how time efficient is and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, moving on from that, we'll get round to that afterwards. Um, I was just going to ask, how was it? We, I feel like for people listening to this, they're probably yeah. coming from the painting phase and because we're like painting phase fans as well and we're both part Yay, of Patreon. So. <laughs> He loves us. Oh, oh my God. I love you. <laughs> I, I, I love you too. I've now, I've, I've, I've now said that now all three of you have come on, I will uh, I will officially now become a pa- Patreon member. You don't um, have to. It's fine. <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it anyway, to be fair. Yeah, so I was just like... But I was, just, I, was basically, I was basically waiting for you, Peach. Because if you didn't come on as well, I'd be like, I'd never have signed up. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, I should have saved you the money. There, that was a, the Patreon. No, for, for those listening that aren't part of the Patreon for the painting phase, it is definitely worth it because you get the early access. The Discord yeah. is really great. Everyone's super friendly as well. So And it's like, um, obviously, uh, I think it's a good price as well. You've got quite a few yeah, different yeah. tiers for people to join up yeah. at. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's definitely worth it. So go and check it out. Random stuff. Yeah. It's I mean, sometime, yeah. I was going to say, so at some point we are planning on doing an open day at the office and it's going to be only uh, available to patrons. Um, so, Want to join there, but, Matt, didn't you? Yeah. Hey? But hey? Also, the, the, the downside there's, there's me is... you typing on my keyboard. Where is <laughs> but most people are like, hopefully are UK based, but the, the folks in the States and Singapore, I'm like, I'm sorry. I mean, yeah. ne- next yeah. time you're over, you're allowed to come on on your own. We ain't coming unless it's in the original recording studio in Pat's place. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> everyone's crumbling in there. there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, room. <clears throat> so, how did how did things start for you with with the painting phase, Peachy? Because I feel like everyone kind of knows your story from GW, and yeah, I feel like yeah. the painting phase is a really great start because we, I feel, as a as a a viewer that we get to see the real kind of you and obviously not saying that it wasn't the real you with gw no, it's just obviously things are more filtered yeah yeah i mean there, there was a style before that to adhere to and that was you know made by the business and stuff like you must present like this and that like this and this that and the other and some of it was fine some of it was me so when we did like the um the fun videos as i called them like the little promotional stuff that that was more me but when you did the paint yeah. videos it's very clinical and dull yeah. <laughs> that's the best way to describe it nice, um, yeah it, i mean it was i mean i look back at it and cringe i'm just like that's so dull whereas now i can just like just be myself i don't have to worry about like getting terminologies right and and stuff but for, for me the journey started a little bit after pat left actually and myself Suggs, hattie we're all like planning on you know splitting well we were all very um miffed with what was going off and just had enough and you know they had a different story to tell but mine was just like I'm, I, I don't think I'm valued here and it looks like I'm probably on like a, a short lease now because things are gonna certainly a, a new manager came in and I wasn't particularly um used to my potential often left in a corner so that starts to affect your like morale and your like sense of words yeah. and you're like, I should probably start looking elsewhere um and Pat had already gone by this point and he was sending me messages going, oh, look, I'm thinking of doing this. I'm doing like a, a channel. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And he did like the logo. I was like, oh, that's cool. I like that. Um, and he showed me some of his videos. I was like, oh my God, this is so good. I wish I could do that. And then probably four months later, five months later, he was like, 
are you planning on leaving? I was like, oh, because I'd sent him some videos that I'd been working on. Um, yeah. Got the format and the orientation wrong, but I was just playing around because I was just trying to see if I could do it here at home with a phone and a microphone and a mm-hmm. camera, but try and do it with text as opposed to, because my plan was a bit naughty, um, was to do mm-hmm. a load of videos without speaking and just uh, closed captions with like music in the background, maybe see if that worked. So there was okay. no voice or maybe use my wife's voice and then start my own channel without it being peachy just to see okay. how it does. Okay. Um, yeah. And then Pat and I, sh- I shared some of the stuff to Pat and then like a couple of months later, Pat was just like, yeah, if I paid you, would you come and work for me? I was like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, uh, I wasn't expecting that. I was like, no, I'll have to talk with the wife, but she's seen your stuff. She really likes your stuff. Um, and around that time, Duncan and Roger did approach me as well. And they're like, we're looking at growing and we want to do some stuff. And, you know, Roger's my mate. Duncan's my mate. Sorry, and Roger's obviously <laughs> a colleague that I work with. He's also uh, I'm good friends with. Uh, we've not spoken that much since the left because we've all just been busy. Uh, yes, some yeah. people think there's like a weird sort of like, oh, your relationship's broken down. So, well, you know, there was a time when I was a bit upset that he left because, you know, we worked with each other for decades. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly, yeah. And it was a bit sort of like, ah. Um, but, you know, all were under the bridge and all that. And uh, he's done really well. And they asked me to come on board. This was the same time Pat had approached me. And I was like, look, I don't want to offend you. And I love what you're doing. You guys are great. But I'm going to be leaving one sort of style to then have to come to yours and do your style. Yeah. Um, I, I want to just have a bit of a go to see what I'm like on my own. Because at the moment, I've just been following styles. And I know you, you and Roger are very particular about what you want to show. And we kind of did that when we were at Warner TV. They had very particular ways of doing things, which is mm. absolutely fine. Um, but I was like, I want to just see what I can do and just be myself for a bit and just see, take it from there. And Pat was like, yeah, just be yourself. Just do what you want. I know nothing about painting. So just, just paint what you want. I was like, cool. And then as it's gone on, We've like understood how the internet works and YouTube. Um, <laughs> and sometimes we can't just paint what we want because no one yeah. will watch it. Uh, yeah, so yeah. you do have to play the game. And I hate it because I, I love 40K, but I don't like it as much as Warhammer and Necromunda yeah. and Warcry and all the other games I play, but I do like it. It's like sits quite, it's like Kill Team Skirmish and stuff like that and Tanith, um, yeah. stories like that and Eisenhorn. Yeah. I'm all about, but like big swaving battles of 40k. I, nowadays, I can't be asked with. I'd rather do Kill Team or Necromunda yeah. and and build build my narrative that way. Because um, I've I think I've built over the last couple of years three 40k armies and not played a single game with them. I oh, did wow. a Drakari wow. army and played two games of it just because every time I got around to playing, it was like the learning curve and like level to entry was just like so yeah. steep and like oh my god, there's so many rules and so many things to understand. Maybe yeah. I'm a bit thick. I don't care. Um, no mate, no no. I, I just agree can't with that. be asked. <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't won with my I've been playing guard for a year and I haven't won one game yet with guard because like, you know I mean pure so, love that is Matt yeah uh, that is love that's pure love that is mate I love it yeah well I mean it's just one of those isn't it but I suppose you just kind of you try I try my best but I, I mean to be fair I was playing orcs and space balls as well but two, I'd, two, I'd like to point something out though Matt as well you you don't like because I feel like we play very different opponents like I'm very fluffy I, I love storytelling I'm part of a campaign yeah. like we're, we're all competing for a planet and we're taking sectors nice. and earning points and whatever out of battles you compete against people that are like, ranked in competitive like level tournaments yeah but I mean and, but, like, but that's oh, what I love about like, it. I love, I love, I love that you you take you take your your fluffy lists and you're like, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna fucking do it. 
yeah. I, I did okay last time as well. I exactly, that's what I'm saying. It's brilliant. As long as you're still smiling, mate, that's the main thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm having fun. I'm having fun. Yeah. No, yeah. but I, to be fair, Pete, I think like with Net Commander and Warcry and stuff, I'm I've actually um, been a lot more interested in looking into that. Because I was chatting to like Jane and Kendra about it on the last podcast, mm. actually, and they were saying, "Oh, yeah, maybe small skirmish stuff." And I know you talked about war crime, particularly and Necromunda, and I was talking to them about the, the narrative side of things as well, and they yeah. loved that idea too. Yeah, yeah. And now um, I've got to teach them how to play Necromunda, and I don't know how to play. So if that's your thought, I'm gonna blame you for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the great thing with Necromunda now, you've got all like the rolling road scenarios, you've got the things in the ash waste. You could probably yeah. do like skirmish level Tanith games against Blood Pact. You could just use the rules oh, and have like more minutiae. Fucking bastard. You've put an yeah, idea in my head. Sorry. Oh shit. <laughs> Matt, but we're the doing rules something. allow you to do that. Uh, the, I mean, yeah. Kill Team's there and I, I find Kill Team a bit clunk. So if I was to rate the games, it'll be from like what I'd prefer to what I don't. Um, yeah. Kill Team is good. It's like, it's, I, it's easy to learn than uh, 4K. Yeah. And there's a few like tweaks I'm getting my head around, but it's fun. It's fast paced. Yeah. So that's like the the, the the furthest way that I prefer. Then it's Necromunda. Then it's Warcry. Because uh-huh. Warcry is really easy to get into. And then you can mm. just like, but from like a narrative point of view, I'd say um, uh, Necromunda is just perfect for all of it. It's good for skirmish. You pick up the rules fairly easily, but the narrative of what you can do with things is just much better. So you could even do like Shoggy Domar before he loses his eyes. Um, and then later on, when he loses his eyes uh, in a game, it's like, oh, he's had an eye injury. You're like, I'm going to make Shoggy Domar and give him like his weird sort of like chameleon eyes or what they are. Um, you just... I'm, I'm loving this. I need, to write, I need a pen. I need to write this down. Write it all down. Write it all down. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you could, I mean, like Necromunda is like suited like 10 to 12 figures. I mean, some scenarios yeah. you use less, but you can literally do those like little fun commando raids and just mm. do a platoon. Like, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. going to take whatever platoon led by this sergeant and then yeah. just take 10 guys and see how they do against blood packed oh they all died oh that's their story ended then so i'm gonna make now another platoon yeah yeah i'm <laughs> and then you can introduce uh the vitrine dragoons you can have like some volpone in there because you know you can yeah. have like one of those and they could be a backstabber i mean you know there's so many things you can do with there's so many things yeah but it definitely opens up for it yeah no, i'm a big fan definitely. i'm a big fan of necromunda and you know like like you guys say every every model is a necromunda model it is. It is. And yeah, I, I absolutely dispute that. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely love the uh, the new um, some of the new stuff that's been released for Necromunda as well. Mm. Like you got the Enforcer transport now, haven't you? Yeah, which yeah, looks yeah. great. Like very much yeah. an Elysian drop trooper buggy. I, I think, think it's the same thing. Je- Jeff yeah. noticed that he was like saying he thinks it's the same vehicle. It, yeah. It's great. I love it. Like they, I'm not knocking it at all. Like great job. No, no, guys yeah, have done yeah. that. And then. Um, I'm gutted because the the squats they've got a new like buggy mm. crawly thing as well and it looks great. Mm. I feel like I'm really getting tempted for, to necrom for necromunda. Yeah, I mean, oh. I'd, I'd still need to go outside the hive because I've not done any of the games with like vehicles yet. Um, yeah. But I imagine when we play more games on the channel, we'll probably introduce like the, the rolling cool. road and vehicles and stuff. I've recently just started because I've misread it. Being a, being dyslexic doesn't always help, but it has its advantages <laughs> from a hobby point of view. Um, and I and I read in the the latest book that's the latest Necromunda um, expansion for like the yeah. storyline. Um, uh, I think it's called the Fall of Yardland, which is some squat hold 
Um, and in it, it was like Enforcer um, or Palanite uh, Taurus. And I read Taurox. I was like, oh, I've got a Taurox. I'll just bring nice. it up as a police car. That sounds fun. <laughs> so, and I remembered as well, like the designers, when they made the Taurox, um, there's no instructions in the instruction guide, but you can have it open topped because they, they have like some little bars, some mm, little right. um, sort of yes, canva- yeah. um, like canvas bars that you just stick on mm. the side. Um, so you can add those on. And if you wanted to, you can add like canvas through like masking tape or, or paper mache or, or as someone has pointed out, the um, the market stalls, you can probably use those because um, oh, they've yeah. got like the nice canvas thing. Oh, yeah. So I made that. So it was open top, put some enforcers as like the crew. So I've got like an enforcer sat in the uh, little um, turret at the top. And nice. I was like, I was going to make it like a police car. So I now I've got a police car for Necromunda. I've got loads of like vehicles from my Gene Steeler Court, which are fairly nondescript um and gene steeler limo snuck its way in yeah, there yeah need a need a limo yeah but i mean you Love could that. just do so much of it but yeah i'm super excited to but yeah being dyslexic i was just like oh cool i can use them when oh, i read it wrong that means i've got two police vehicles yeah. now <laughs> yeah nice amazing Love that. a little bit of a side note also being dyslexic how annoying is it when you can't you don't know the one word you need to have in the sentence so you just have to change whole oh, sentence yeah. oh yeah mate. yeah yeah yeah, Absolute and sometimes the, the the one I struggle with is I think it's determined and decision. I always I don't know why determine. I sometimes like get like the eye in the wrong place, but decision I really struggle with. And I type it, and even like Google's just like there's a wiggly like they literally put the little wiggly red line, and I'm like, oh cool, I've got decision wrong again. That's fine. Yeah. Click on it, no suggestions. I was like, oh come on, you've told me it's wrong. Give me at least something. <laughs> <laughs> so I hate that. <laughs> So yeah, I have yeah. to rewrite it entirely. Yeah, yeah, I completely nice. understand. I feel your pain I'll there, mate. And that's <laughs> and also that's another thing. Back to uh, Tanif because we love all of the Gonks Ghost books. I'm mm. still stuck. I'm, I'm I'm I can't really read a full book because like mm. mental concentration just isn't there for a, a full massive book. Yeah. So yeah. I go through the audio books, and mm. oh, there's a gap. There's a bloody gap on Audible. <laughs> it goes up to oh, like no. book. It goes up to book like eleven now. I think. Yeah, I think it's miss, missing 12 and 13. Yeah, they've yeah. not done them yet. That's why. And yeah. um, this recent thing, they've started doing them. Uh, so it's only like the last year or so they did all the TANIF books. Um, yeah. So it's, I'm glad that they've they've got, but they've still got two to record. They just yeah. take yeah. ages because you've got yeah. to get Toby Longworth. Oh. Uh, wheel him out. He's so good. He's so good. <laughs> so How good. Every, every TANIF person and Gaunt all sound different. How yeah. he does that. I know. Slightly weird though. Sometimes when I first started listening, getting into audiobooks, it wasn't something I was familiar with. But I really mm. like like the story, and, and yeah. I was like, I'm going to crack on. Let's st- stick with it. Full fell in love. Absolutely love it. But every now and again, when you hear him put on a female voice, it does oh, catch yeah. you out. So I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. What yeah. is this? There was because um, because I like my sharp. There was a author. Um, I th- it was bastard. an actor, vo- voice bastard, and it, it's called William Gamin- Ga- William Gaminara, and I think he was in like TV shows and stuff. But oh, it, oh, it always used to freak me out when he did a lady voice, um, and I'm always like, just I mean, I, I'd struggle because I, if I try and do like a, a lady's voice, because we did some streams over lockdown. I did like a couple of Necromunda streams where I used like a cardboard box and made like a Necromunda inside and played played some games because it was all remote, so no one could move mm. the figure. So I just like 
asked them where they wanted to go and then they rolled the dice on their end and stuff and when i was like doing my escher voices i just sounded like my wife so i was just like (laughs) (laughs) that's my lady voice uh so unfortunately when they watched that they were like what's peachy doing he's like i think he's doing an impression of a woman and i think he's doing the impression he does of his missus uh when she's telling him off that's brilliant (laughs) another side note matt best female voice mate you got one my best friend, my voice. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, <clears throat> uh, clear my voice. <laughs> what? I don't know. I've gone, I'm thinking like Matilda and like Mr. Trunchbull's in my head. All I can think of is like, or like the child catcher voice, but it's not a female. He's a guy. That's all I can think I mean, of. That's where I go with you. Yeah. <laughs> just sitting there going, oh, children. But it's not. It's not. Just, I used to think a horrible school teacher, and I don't know why. I didn't have any horrible yeah. female yeah. teachers at school. Yeah. I don't know why it is. Going, oh, I, I, saying, I, I read Zog to my son, and when it's the uh, Madam Dragon, I'm just like, yeah. Madam Dragon! <laughs> just yeah. like, yeah, don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same with the Gruffalo. I've read that yeah. my son loves the Gruffalo at the moment. He's only like 18 months, and he loves yeah. the Gruffalo. So I have, I have to put on voices for the, the fox and the snake and the yeah. and the owl. Um, so, they, yeah, they're awesome. all heavily influenced by whoever I've spoke to that day, basically. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Well, awesome. I won't leave the listeners out. My my female voice would probably be quite posh. I'd go, be like, oh, hello. <laughs> that would be mine. <laughs> that sounds more like, I don't know, something from the fast show. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> oh, suit you, sir. Oh, suit you. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, sir. Yeah. Oh, little, little Britain's, the little Britain's yes. are great one for, for uh, like female voices. Like Bubbles, yeah. like. Hey, call me Bubbles, Hello, darling. Everybody dance. Well, that's the that's the other one I have ringing in my head um, quite a lot. To be fair. Oh right, yeah. Where did we even get to? That was a bit know, of a whirlwind. But you did bring up Sharp, which is something very, very close to my heart because I absolutely oh, fucking good. love Sharp. Yeah, and I love Sharp. I because I think I've, I've started to rewatch Sharp as well, mm. and oh, Sharp's Eagle, just an absolute classic. Yeah. Capture yeah, yeah. Eagle Talavera. <sighs> I think it's my most rewatched version, uh, Sharp episode. That and Sharp Siege later on when he's got yes. six diff rifles and they're defending the castle against like loads of French. Yeah. They're the ones I watch the most, I think. Waterloo yeah. sometimes, but it's not. W- Waterloo's just heartbreaking. <laughs> it's a bit like, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Spoilers. Yeah, for the over 20 year old show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, did you. Catch the. Uh, I went on to a channel called The Games Night who do. Oh, yes, I saw that. I did. I did. Yeah, yeah. So they, 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 they. I first came across them uh, a little while back because I was going to salute and I was like, I was on the. A standard channel, not a channel. Uh, what do you call them when you you sit down and you talk? Panel. Uh, panel. panel. Thank you. Oh, panel. Word, channel. All the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I was going. Like <laughs> channel sounds the same. Uh, but yeah, I was, I was on a panel with uh, some guys called from Yogscast. I was like, oh, I remember Yogscast. They they do like computer games and stuff. Um, I was like, why are they there? That makes no sense. And then realised they they have a new show called The Games. And I was like, oh, let's sit and watch this. So I did some swatting up and watched a couple of episodes. And the first one I saw was The Mandalorian. They basically just replayed the. Nice. and it was so good nice. and it was just like oh, these are my spirit animals they play the games exactly the same way that i play it and nice. they have a bit of fun and the paint jobs aren't like over the top amazing they're like yeah. realistic the scenery is realistic but they've got some cool editing effects with like lasers and like things falling over and dying and i got chatting to at salute yeah it's so good um <laughs> i was chatting to him and i was like you know oh, i really love what you do and you know it's like 
uh, Mandalorian favorite one so far. They, they have like Nazis trying to assassinate uh, Churchill, um, and that as you do. So it's like basically Dad's army trying to stop it from happening. And as you imagine, if you ever see Dad's <laughs> army, it, it, it goes all belly up. Um, and I was just like, yeah, really enjoy it. It's great. And they're like, oh, you should come on. I was like, uh, love to. Uh, they're like, yeah, we, what we like to do is have like a story. So if you've got any ideas for story, I was like, sharp. <laughs> I like yeah, sharp. 100%. I've got loads of models painted. Can we do that? They're like, oh, we love sharp too. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, nice. So that's how I managed to invite myself onto that channel. I felt really bad for Pat though, because I misunderstood the brief. Um, I thought Pat was going to be playing with me. Uh, so he traveled down with me. Uh, oh. And it was just like, hey, Pat, what are you doing with the rest of the day? And he was like, oh, I, I thought I was playing with Peachy. Oh, no, it's just me, Peachy, Lewis, and Ben. I was like, oh, oh so sorry, Pat. He was that, like, sorry, I've got loads of work to do anyway. <laughs> I was like, okay. That poxy dyslexia so strikes again. It's like yeah, a Scooby-Doo I mean, villain. Yeah, I've, I've misread so many things and I have to yep. read, read it and then go, darling, have I read this right? And she's like, yes, yeah. you have. I'm like, okay, cool. Fantastic. I have to get my missus to check so many emails for me. I'm like, can you yeah. quickly make sure this isn't a compliment and it's a complaint? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I'm not alone. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, he he sends me the descriptions for uh, the Spotify thing sometimes as well. And I just look at him and go, oh, that's pretty good that you've like, nailed that. And he's like, yeah, and I'm sitting thinking he's definitely asked his missus to sort of that. <laughs> yeah, so it's I'm just starting perfect. Do you know? I always use just them, um, like speaking into my phone, like a dictate, like a That's dictator, cool. just using it as a dictaphone, yeah. um, yeah. just to like tell me how to spell a word right. But sometimes because of the, um, it thinks I've got an accent, the cheeky bastard. Um, uh. it, it doesn't pick me up entirely right, so I'm like, oh uh, no. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. 21st century oh, problems though. <laughs> we we yeah we had a i can't remember what they the, what they thought i'd said it was a um i can't remember if it was a raid video or some one of the sponsored videos we did um i did the voiceover and it obviously must have put it through like a translation machine um yeah. or, or auto caption machine and it came back uh and it said i'd said something really wrong and i was like like really off and i can't remember. it was like a, a, an act which isn't great and i was like <laughs> I think I said that in the oh, why would I have said that and uh, Pat was like I don't remember you saying that and we played it back and it sounded similar but it wasn't the same I was like oh that's just the auto caption getting that wrong we'll just use other words to describe it I was like can you think of any Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what it was now I can't remember the exact wording but it sounded naughty and wrong <laughs> Uh, oh, naughty. I look forward to uh, for seeing those captions. <laughs> I'm going to be capturing all your videos now, but I'm going to find the episode. Yeah. What, is he, what is he saying? I don't know. This is General Mark Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we Not don't again. get monetized. <laughs> no. <coughs> Talking about like, sharp and obviously like because it's from the Burning Cornwall books. Have you mm. like done much? Have you watched like much of the Last Kingdoms? I think that'd be quite a cool game. Yes. As well. So I was massively naive to. I think I read one book or started reading one book, and I no, it was an audio book. And I, I yeah, um, it was we in the Army Painting team. We used to put audio books on all the time. It was great. We all listened to it. Yeah. And we were all just like, Utrid's a bit of a dick, and we just got a bit bored. Utrid, son of Utrid. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, because that's the way it comes across. I remember someone describing him and I was like, he sounds like a knob. I'm not interested. Um, yeah. And then we listened to the Arthurian legend ones, which were all right. We quite enjoyed those. Yeah. And then I just carried on with my life. And then we're doing the channel. And I was talking about it 
um, on one of the early chat shows that we did and someone's like oh you really need to watch the bbc well, what was the bbc now netflix version yeah. and i've literally just been hammering it through whilst i've been painting and it's yeah. great and i, I actually really like utrid now at first i was like yeah yeah you're a bit of a knob but at the same time you're trying to do the right thing for you and for your friends and stuff like that yeah. But, but yeah he gets a bit of humble pie later on and then mm-hmm. it's like yeah, yeah i've settled down a bit now um but yeah, I really like it. Really good. Um, I think it's really, really cool. Definitely. I think it'd be, the thing is to me, it's like a bit of a, like from a gaming point of view, like even though the models and stuff, I think that'd be quite cool because you don't really yeah. have much in that time period because it's a bit of that in between of like Roman yeah. history and like medieval history. It's like bang in the middle of it, really. Yeah, I was talking about that with uh, our guest on today, uh, John Stellard from Warlord Games. Um, we were having a bit of a chinwag with him. And I kind of understand where he was coming from because I think that's, I like the sort of the aesthetic of it i like the look of like because it's just like a load of rohan tribes fighting against each other right yeah yeah um, that's, that's what it kind of looks like it's like lots of chain mail lots of um shield walls helmets mm. look very similar furs look very similar armor looks very similar and that's the problem i think like when you watch um and i don't know how historical it is but you watch the uh, last kingdom stuff um mm. and like all the Vikings have like red clothing, but more furs yeah. and face paint. Whereas like the Saxons or the Britons tend to have like slightly different clothing. And if they get the Welsh, then they have slightly different clothing. I'm like, maybe that's right. Maybe that's just like yeah. a TV asset to try and help the viewer distinguish who's on yeah. what side. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently according to like some of the uh, aficionados, it's like, no, they all pretty much wore the same thing. How did they know who they're fighting? they just did i was like oh, okay yeah. but it does look cool and i'm, I'm kind of that's where the it. uh the welsh leak thing comes in from doesn't it they uh wore it they wore a leak into battle so they uh, could they could determine maybe. who was on the yeah. opposing side or something like something like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah from, listen i've done a plenty of quizzes over the pandemic all right <laughs> <laughs> imagine that being the thing you think of go oh it's oh, my day oil. yeah it's got a leak on <laughs> it's fine <laughs> <laughs> leak on you. Yeah, it is, I mean, I discovered when I was doing reenactment because got my armor in the background that like all the like British because it's like the War of the Roses. They're just all the households knew which household were on the opposite side, so you kind of yeah. knew who you were fighting. It's like, oh, that's the Beauforts. Oh, that's the Woodvilles. They're baddies. Let's fight them. Um, but when it came to like England fighting against France, you had like lots of households that had similar colors, and you didn't really know who was who. So that's why they'd have like a big red cross like stitched or painted across their clothes and stuff like that. Uh, when I say cross, more like an X, not like a Templar, sort yeah. of like vertical, yeah, yeah. Uh, horizontal cross. It was more like diagonal crosses. Um, so. I was like, eh, that makes a lot of sense. And then like, I think the French had like white crosses painted on them or whatever. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I guess that makes sense. Like having something that helps distinguish um, the two factions is quite good mm. one thing i've always wanted to see miniatures for that doesn't exist at the moment or at least yeah. that i'm aware of um i don't know if you ever read any david gemmel novels um you did a series called trust the legend um mm. and it's uh, to give you a bit of an overview there's a there's kind of a barbarian guy called Druss who has this famous axe called snagger um and the legend book that i read uh, is like he's old he's in his 60s and it talks about all the good things he's done in the past, uh, like how he destroyed the immortals. You know, they've never been destroyed up to this point. And then he put, you know, immortal to the name and tested it. It's a bit like the Spartans in 300. Um, yeah. And he, there's basically a realm called the Drenai, which feel a bit like Dark Age Saxons mixed with like Romans and stuff. Yeah. And they get invaded by the Nadir, which is 
another sort of like baddie faction that looked like Mongolians and uh, Huns and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but his writing reminds me of Dan Abner and Bernard Cornwall. It's just oh, so, nice. and I was easy to pick it up and there's just yeah. really good stories. Um, but I've always fancied seeing that setting put into a game system. Maybe mm. I should probably do that. I don't know. No one else is going to do it. Maybe I should yeah. do it. Maybe you should. I mean, it only takes one person to start it, really. That's really exactly. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Got the got the platform now as well to to really kind of get out there as well. So I mean, yeah. sort of might get some interest from some of the some of the people you obviously know from other from like yeah. Warlord and yeah. things like that. So, I mean, some of the factions are very sort of like, oh, so these guys look like Arabs because there's something called the Sithuli, which help out the goodies. Mm, um, yeah. And they look like Arabs with scimitars and stuff. But my favorite faction is called the 30. And it's like warrior monks, but there's only 30. Ooh, nice. I like that. <laughs> and they're they like, can only be 30. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's like literally only 30 of them. Um, yeah. And they're like really, like they're all bold, which is probably why I like them. Um, they just <laughs> shave their heads. Um, but that was always like a cool thing, like all oh, the thirty are here. Ooh, what are they doing? Um, it was yeah. always like an interest. It's a bit like a Jedi order, but you can only, you've got a max of amount of like entrance that can never yeah. be in your order. It's like uh, how many run today? Run twenty nine. We've got to wait. Uh, yeah, to no. hire one more. Um, what, what, but... what what happens? Like how how do they recruit? Now I'm actually interested. Now I want to know. Like, so what happens if one of them dies? Then how, yeah, have they got like someone ready to go. Like is it how does it work? Honestly, I don't remember. I th- I, there's, there's like most of the battles, most of them get killed off. And I'm like, oh, who, who? Okay, who, who recruits them then? Because, but it, it, I think it just happens like they just know. Like you have like like this okay. kind of spiritual thing. You just like, and they just identify them. I guess it's like you know when the Jedi go looking for other Jedi, they can sense the Force in them and stuff like that. I have yeah. to reread because I can't really remember. I just remember that they're being quite badass warriors. But there's only uh, the, the, the author name does does uh, ring a bell for sure. Uh, there's there's so many book things I try to read. I've yeah. been obviously pouring through like loads of forty k because so I'm kind of running through new to stuff. There's mm. a Warhammer as such, and like uh, that, that kind of forty k stuff. I haven't really read much Horus Heresy. I've kind of gone well. Horus dies. Uh, the Emperor's yeah. <laughs> not in a good way. Synchronous dies. I've got the general gist of what's going on. I'll just yeah. read the more modern stuff so I kind of know what's yeah. going on yeah. roughly now. Like That's kind of yeah. what I've gone with, really. Um, yeah. Or stuff that's interested me. Yeah, all um, you know is there's a baddie called Horus and he becomes a heretic. That's why it's the Horus heresy. Yeah, Easy. exactly. <laughs> I, saw, I, saw, I saw a meme the other day and it was, um, um, you. I won't stand for this Horus heresy. He goes, don't you worry, I'll, I'll, I'll kill you, John Warhammer. It was just like, you know, I just thought, and I was just like, oh, I mean, that mean, that mean, that's a real twist. So that, that's really what happens. Um, turns out his surname was always heresy. Emperor always knew. So what was the <laughs> hidden, hidden surname? So, Chi, what, what was the, what was the, um, the story you were just talking about with the? Oh, it's called Dress uh, uh, the Legend. Uh, there's the like legend. three, um, there's like three parts. There's Dress. Uh, just the legend, uh, Waylander, and uh, I can't remember the other one. Uh, I think it's like the Earl of Bronze, maybe. Or there's a whole. David Gemmell did like a whole bunch of different like things before, things like after. Um, yeah. But there's there's definitely um, uh, a series. Um, well, there's a big Reddit post. There's a big Reddit um, thread about people wanting them to make it into a um, a Hollywood or a Hollywood movie or a Netflix oh, yeah. series. It it would be so good. I mean, it's does feel like generic fantasy so if you'd like to take conan sword and sorcery it's kind of yeah. like that but more you need to make this mini range to... and the game peachy before you can... <laughs> yeah well you can before someone else does it yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah it's, it, there's a lot of cool factions and they all have their own little sort of like tweaks and like styles and vibes but um yeah it's, it's 
I guess there's loads more stuff um, yeah. that I never really read about. But he, uh, the the author also went on and did a load of historical stuff, but with his own twist, like some Greek and Roman related books and oh, stuff cool. like that. But uh, that might be where you recognise him from because yeah, I think he's dead now, which is a shame. But mm, did do wow. a lot. Of, did do a lot of books. Um, Fair. But, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I feel, I feel like Good. I've heard Good. his name. It might be like another set of books I've may, maybe read at some point a while ago yeah, or something yeah. like that. Just a bit of an avid reader. Do lots of read. Yeah. Oh, Once the legend, basically Conan with an axe. That's what nice. it is. Conan with an I axe. I can deal with that. One, it's like a little book club. I like it. It's nice. A very nice, wholesome section we're going today. Um, <laughs> one one um, book series I'm going through at the moment is uh, back to Bernard Cornwall. It's his Holy mm. Grail series. And it's uh... set um, within the Hundred Years' War between England mm. and France. And is that the, the Harlequin one? That's the one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, just so good. So bloody yeah. good. Highly recommend it's the it. One, one I've not read yet. Um, my dad had them, and I think he obviously must have, you know, you get like your telephone boxes with books, and he probably donated it to one of them. Yeah. But I never got around uh, to reading it. I'm really annoyed, so I'm just like, oh, I need to get get hold of it, because um, I read the Starbuck thing, which I didn't realise as well. Someone put in, because we did the Bat Report and a paint video about Sharp, or Sean Bean. Um, yeah. Someone had mentioned that Starbuck, in, in the Starbuck trilogy or series, I don't, do, have you, do you, are you aware of the Starbuck one where it's like yeah, a Civil yeah. War? Oh, I am. Uh, oh. I think, uh, yeah, he's a Civil War um, officer. I can't remember which side he's on now. It's been so long. I should really know, because I've read them all. Um, <laughs> but there's a character, there's a French officer that turns up, um, and he uses his mother's maiden name and his mother was uh, uh, Normandy based um, and his father was an English rifleman no. who recently passed no. away and he and he's brought his straight cavalry sword that his dad used to have and I was like <gasps> no because someone was like this, this, this is what happens I was like is that sharp <laughs> his oh son my God. is in the American Civil War this is amazing <laughs> so yeah I really hope yeah, that like is that. yeah that's yeah. for me that is what yeah, it is now sweet. Yeah. what an amazing little easter egg that is yeah yeah because it was like you know if you look at it it is him but they don't actually name him as him but all the clues are there and i was like <laughs> Chappé. Yeah. if it's bernard cornwall yeah Chappé. <laughs> <laughs> <I remembered. laughs> oh we love Chappé. he did so well <laughs> i did so bad uh no they were so it, was, when I killed, it was so killed fun my own officer had to do it it Sharp was so fun guy it's different really good. <laughs> oh really good. god um, but yeah, book club over. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, 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 not at all, not at all. No, no, I absolutely, yeah, love it. It's all hobby related, really. Yeah, definitely. It's all um, all escapism. We were yeah, getting absolutely. our getting our output somewhere. Um, so, one thing. Um, sorry, we were talking about the painting phase, and you joined up with Pat, and then we found out yeah. that you ditched Pat when you were going to go and play with we <laughs> <with> sharp game. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I felt bad. Felt bad. I, um, I apologised to him most of the journey home. I was like, I'm so sorry. No, um, simple misunderstanding <laughs> indeed. Yeah. Pat, I love you. Um, <laughs> in terms of moving forward with the channel, are there things? Mm. Obviously, I know you guys always talk about you wanted to do games and like obviously next yeah. one the following up like part two and blah blah blah. Um, are there anything? Is there anything else that you guys would like to be doing and kind of aiming for? Obviously, congrats. Oh, by the way, congrats on the new studio looks absolutely brilliant oh yes thank you yeah yeah, yeah. no worries uh i mean there's loads of things. i mean i've got like i don't know where pat's head is i mean technically the business is owned by pat um because he it's his 
photography business and then it's just renamed as the painting phase or or it comes under the umbrella of uh, the painting phase um and obviously as a hobbyist i've got loads of things i want to do i want to do like more and i I guess as our understanding of the internet and youtube has come around that a lot of content creators um will do one style of video on the channel and then have like other channels where it's different because it does affect the algorithm apparently when you like move from like because we do chat shows and painting. I think people have got used to that, but our painting videos have got less views now. And I think that's more down to the sporadicness. Whereas before we were quite like, we did one every week. Um, yeah. At the time we were getting more views than we had viewers. Whereas now we're getting far less views than we have viewers. Um, so I'd like to, to see that grow a bit more. Um, I want to do yeah. more like different levels of painting and go back to like doing things like I, w- I want to do war cry boxes. I want to do kill team boxes because that's what we started off. I want to do more of that stuff, get more into that. Um, any of the boxes that come out, like how to paint this box set in a weekend, whichever box set it is, it could be like a non games workshop thing. It could be a games workshop thing. Yeah. We did it with like, uh, cr- um, not crisis protocol, uh, Shatterpoint. We did that, like how to paint both sides in a weekend and the scenery really quick, um, but effective, but I want to go into all sorts of things like the game inside of it. I want to, make that into a channel but not like try and compete with like games night or vanguard tactics or whatever just like yeah. three mates playing yeah. a game fudging the rules learn it as you go and it's kind of like this is kind of a playthrough guide because you can watch us make all the mistakes and learn with those yeah. um think, and just see how it goes appreciate that yeah i think yeah, people really appreciate that there's like there's i mean let's be honest right? there's lots of fantastic channels that do do like you said like vanguard tactics tabletop yeah. tactics so many other games night there's so many people who do that but like actually watching three people actually enjoy the hobbies actually just yeah. be quite nice even if you do yeah. get things wrong get things wrong yeah it's weird like it doesn't matter like people go and you can just be like oh it's because like sometimes even sometimes on like tablets or tactics they go oh so and so got the rules wrong and they'll have like something pop up and that pop up on the screen and be like this they so and so got the rule wrong you know but don't worry they'll work it out in a minute and it's things like that it's, that's i actually find those things funny and then yeah, like, yeah. actually get more drawn into it because yeah. we've all been there. We've all played games yeah, and we've gone, yeah. and it all ten minutes later you've gone, oh no, I've definitely got that rule wrong, and it's definitely affected everything that's happened happened since then. What do we do? And then it's just I, like, mean, I imagine right. even like the high end uh, tournament players sometimes misinterpret a rule, mm. or both players have like a different interpretation of how that is. Yeah. So to me, that is like still rules fluffing or not quite yeah. understanding it, but. Um, when we did the Necromunda game, there was quite a few comments and stuff, um, just like literally talking about like, yeah, you've got these rules wrong, but it was a fun game. Uh, it doesn't really matter. It didn't ruin the flow of the game. You all got through it at the end and you all had a bit of fun. And that's really all we care about is like three mm. blokes just having a bit, or whoever joins us, um, having a bit of fun, learning the rules, playing a game, and it's the story that matters. And I think Games Night encompasses that really well. Um, yeah. And it, trying to get, like keep the bare bones of it, which is have fun, play a game probably going to get some rules wrong but it's yeah. a journey, journey discovering it doesn't really matter yeah um, exactly. want to do more stuff like have a, a slowly but surely have like a larger premises i know like, already we've just moved into one but 10 years <laughs> down the line uh, have a large premises yeah <laughs> absolutely um where we have like a dedicated seminar area or like a place where people can come and uh do like painting tuition and stuff like That'd that cool. not every day just like a, it's like a set yeah, yeah. timetable for things um and i want to do kids related stuff as well because um having a child yeah, in that's like currently getting into this kind of stuff mm. um i mean obviously yours probably 
you know, 18 months, two years, they're still quite young, still entry level, yeah. sort of like, what is these goblin things? But yeah, the lad yeah. Charlie is just, you know, he's, un- he's, he's well aware of the world around him. Yeah. He's at like year one now learning like maths and like English and stuff like yeah. that. So he's, he's got a better understanding of what's going off. So we recently, well, I recently got hero quest, um, yeah. Billy bargain from Amazon. It should have cost me like hundred odd quid, and I got it for forty four from Amazon. Which magic, is Billy bargain, magic of eBay. There you go. Yeah, I love it absolutely. <laughs> um, and I was like, do you want to do want to play this game? Because I was like, you know, do you want to fight like goblins and stuff? I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he just picked up the rules and he likes getting on the cards. Like when you get the treasure cards, he likes sitting there and reading it. He's understanding what the dice do. Mm. And I'm like, I want to do like paint lessons and games for like kids and maybe use kids in it because kids channels are quite popular because they, they do uh, obviously from a business point of view from a revenue point of view you'll get a lot of views for that um unbelievable for the right reasons obviously but. no yeah obviously yeah i don't want to like <laughs> kids or anything like that obviously yeah, that's not yeah. what we're here for but um, <laughs> I, I totally get it my my son like loves a bit of a uh, miss rachel i don't know if any if there's any parents listening you probably might have heard of miss rachel um but like she put a video out um the other day and she had within a day she had two million views in this video blooming heck yeah like literally like that she there's so many people watch her videos um so like because kids it helps she helps kids speak yeah she did that because her son had i think talking like she uh, couldn't speak properly delayed speech and things and she basically had the channel to help other parents and it's now turned to this massive thing and it's definitely like for example help my son yeah he's learning to speak quicker um, because of it, so I do think there is things like that, like you doing that painting thing, would be great. Like my, and as well, my youngest cousin comes around and he always wants to go. Oh, can I come and see your Warhammer? Every single time yeah. he comes around, it always comes around. <laughs> yeah. He always wants to see it, and um, I'm always like, oh, but I do want him to. I like, would love to teach him to play, but like again, he's like the same age as your, as your son, um, yeah, Charlie, yeah. That. and it's a bit like, oh, it's a bit hard to really get into. And I'm like, oh, how do I get him into it? How can I get him to mm. understand it? And if he wants to play, like play, give him a game. Yeah, um, yeah. So if he wants to get into it, he can, but it's, it's yeah. obviously just working out to do it. Yeah, I mean, certainly from just discovering recently, Hero Quest is definitely entry level, even now for kids. I mean, when I, I think I was like eight or so when we got Hero Quest. Um, so I'm only like two at that point, two years older than Charlie. But the way he's like at school, he's probably better than I am because kids just seem <laughs> to like increase in their intelligence as the years go on. Um, <laughs> But I mean, I, I was proper stupid at school. <laughs> no bones about that. it. Um, but but yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's something for everyone. I, I, it's probably not yeah. going to be like the same. It's a niche hobby. It's not not going to have the same amount of views. Probably as like like two million and stuff. But definitely mm. like teaching bare bones. Like just slap some paint on, have yeah. fun, enjoy paint. Don't yeah. worry about getting the right colors. Just have fun telling a story with colors. And that's something yeah, that no, Louise exactly. recently did. Um, she did like some painting sessions for kids, and she's just like. Tell a story with colours. Don't matter about it. Oh, Don't yeah, I saw her on uh, Instagram. Uh, yeah, it was really nice yeah, to see. Yeah, it was great. And when Charlie was painting at my desk, he enjoyed painting, not because I was like, hold the brush like this, make sure you get this amount into the bottle and don't get into the ferrule. He's just like, Daddy, can I put some blood on? I'm like, stick it in, mate. Just slap it on. Yeah. And he was just having fun. And that's the key thing, I think, is getting the kids to engage it and have fun and not worry. I mean, I've got an old load of like Star Wars Legion stuff, which I won't paint because the plastics of the Stormtroopers and Rebels are a bit sort of mishy mashy and a bit soft and a bit hard to clean up um, and yeah. i was like i'll spray a load of green so a load of rebels are green i'll spray all I'll spray all the uh, stormtroopers white i'll spray uh darth vader black and luke beige they are there's your, there's your models mate let's play a game and we just did it with dice really basic like nice it was, nice. was four hammer so you just literally rolled dice on a four pussy dice he's dead perfect <laughs> um 
obviously his dad you're gonna lose um, well i did anyway because i'm rubbish no. <laughs> not, 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 no according to my dad yeah oh, really to win. <laughs> bringing down the it's hammer <laughs> yeah yeah he was like you when, when are you good enough you'll beat me i was like fair enough <laughs> Dude, yeah that's probably why i'm competitive now <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, yeah. not necessarily a bad thing though not necessarily the competitiveness no, yeah, yeah, it's, it's good. good. No, it's, I mean, that's a, 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 one of the things like I said. I love narrative stuff. I absolutely love it. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, a little bit competitive. But yeah, it's, my, it's my, nice. It's good. My, I was going to say, my key, my, my, key my, my big plan is to literally have a suite for like Warcry box set comes out, right? Let's say a new Warcry box set comes out, a new Necromunda yeah. box set comes out. There's a paint guy trying to paint it all. And then there is a game to show you how to play it all at different levels and stuff like that. That's that's top tier sort of content for me is like, nice. and then exactly. even like a, a video showing you how to build the scenery and like do cool things and take it to the next level. Nice. Lots of stuff. Got loads of ideas, but you know, it's time in it. Yeah. Time and mm, money. Definitely. I suppose, I suppose you need, probably need like an extra pair of hands as well to probably help with that, that level yeah. stuff as well with that as well. Mm. I mean, certainly at the moment, the next sort of staff member we ever look at getting is an editor because Pat's a videographer and an editor, but he also wants to, do cool things as well and rightly course, so because yeah. it's you know it's his it's his baby um but yeah getting an editor will be good because then uh, the other thing i was saying is i used to do um tip of the days on warmer tv which is like how to paint a magical yep. sword how to paint parchment on a book how to do i don't know dirty greaves or whatever so i'd like to do more of that and then having an editor cool. that we could just come in and i'll just bang out five quick videos on a monday he edits them and then we do the rest of the content yeah uh, and that's just loads of content for the channel because yeah. how have you guys found um youtube shorts because obviously they had their really big push and now it seems yep. to have dropped off and then i don't know where they really sit now so i was like Obviously, the algorithm is an untamed beast. No one yeah. knows what's going on with it. But how are you find? We, we do need to do them? more. Yeah, they're good. Um, you're not going to get much <clears> revenue <throat> from them. You can get like, I mean, Pat's uh, Curse Kitbash, which is the one that looks like Keyman, uh, yeah. which is horrible but amazing. Some people just don't get it at all. Yeah. They get really angry in the comments. Yeah. So YouTube Shorts, you get most anger in YouTube Shorts. So regardless of what oh, it's really? like, I did how to paint angron in a minute and it's not like i literally painted angron in a minute it's just like a minute of me painting angron yeah some people don't get it like that that took you longer than a minute i'm like yeah. yes it oh my did. god watch the full video you there's a lot of it. angry uh, runs people like this yeah angry runs yeah but oh. we we the, the youtube well, shorts are great for getting uh subscribers <laughs> uh, it's, it's yeah angry. <laughs> um but yeah so money wise not great views you get a lot and then subscribers you get a lot from it so they're good to draw people to the channel yeah um, yeah nice and um, we've not done as much as we used to um although pat's been doing a few more of late just because having the studio and being there all day you can just edit like a beast um and i think that was also and you know i'm not putting words into pat's mouth but i can appreciate it when i did when i was at in lockdown and i was doing work live streaming and then doing work it was really hard to get that work home balance mm -hmm. um because my my hobby desk and my gaming area was also my workspace so i was just there for most of the day and sometimes i'd just be so fatigued and bored i just like i can't be asked anymore so i'd have yeah. like a whole day where i just can't be i just got no motivation and i think pat's house being his work studio his hobby area his game area his wedding photography editing area and his home I can see why sometimes it was just a bit like, I'm so bored right now. Not bored with the channel. Anything, yeah, no, of like, course. It was just too that whole just change too of environment, yeah. isn't it? It makes a yeah, huge, huge so, difference. To, I, yeah, mean, I mean, just a bit, a bit, of, a bit of a side note, but um, I'm actually going to end up meeting, I don't know, if, probably, we're probably, when are we going to put this out? Wake up the week Friday, Sean? 
Yeah, when, when you lovely yeah, listeners are listening to it, that's when it's out. It, basically, yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm actually going to inadvertently meet Pat, um, and he won't, hmm. but he doesn't realise, right? So I've been invited oh, to Rachel oh, of course, and Spencer's wedding. I've been invited to Rachel and Spencer's wedding on Sunday, so uh, we'll have a girl and Spencer's uh, wedding, right? And he's now yeah. doing the videography there, but he doesn't know I'm going to be there. So, yeah, so he's he's volunteered, he's a he's videography um, service. Amazing. Person. So... What can I do, Peach? That shall I, shall I peg him without him realizing? Shall I take a couple yeah, of clothes yeah, pegs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should yeah. I, um, if you got like me. a clothes peg and just, uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you don't know the pegging story, uh, watch the channel. Yeah, um, yeah sorry. But yeah, if you if get a no peg and just put brush on it, it <laughs> <laughs> you'll have to. Because because he's not great with faces like me. But if you put like on the actual peg, what who you are? Uh, oh no, because you. Surely he's done the podcast where you recognise who you are. Yeah, well, ho- you hopefully. Are. Be embarrassing if he doesn't, but it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be Mind you, gold. saying that, I struggle with this. Like, when you're talking to someone digital, like you two guys now, if I was, yeah. to, if you were to pass me in the street, I'd probably, like, go, recognise that person. Let's yeah. say we literally chatted tonight, and then I went yeah. out to, to the village tomorrow, and you two walked past me. I'd be like, why do I recognise those two? <laughs> Well, because digital in real life just seems to be a little yeah, bit different. No, you get one angle, um, one angle, don't you? It's like straight yeah, down the camera. Yeah. But then yeah. people's faces are completely different, like, like slightly to the side. You don't get how, yeah. Yeah. You don't get how tall people are yeah. or short so, yeah. people are or anything like that, do you? So you can't really get, get an idea. But yeah, I was going to say hello. Peg him uh, hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to get it. I'm just going to put like. Just, um, Brush this club or something like that, and just, and just see just see how yeah. many I can get on in maybe as it goes around, and then to, yeah. to, to, the, to, the, to the point where Rachel's going to be going, why the fuck are you ruining my wedding video by begging by, by, uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, but Can't Matt, I, I, just for the people that haven't actually met Matt in person, he's not the smallest of people. How how tall are you? Mm. Six foot? What? Six six two. Um, I think I've, I've definitely shrunk. I'm oh, wow. swearing I was taller. So yeah. So yeah. you have this like six foot two, six foot three bloke trying to hide the pegs on a man at a wedding. <laughs> you have to be, you have to pull out your inner tanif, mate. Get your cloak yeah, out, mate. mate me, me, me and Mick Venner are best mates. So and by the good. way, for uh, the auto cue out there, that was all. That was cloak, cloak with an L. Okay. Cloak <laughs> <laughs> with a K. You don't spell cloak with a K. It's a C at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I didn't want it to sound like cock, but now I've said it. So, <laughs> oh, get your cock out, Matt. <laughs> no, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm gonna be, be nice and get to meet Pat in person on Sunday for for a bit. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, it'll probably make his day as well because doing videography sometimes sounds like you just stand there and just wait a lot to see what happens. Yeah. yeah. So having a small yeah. interaction with someone. Mind you, saying that uh, most of his weddings is like non hobbyists like the odd one every now and again but yeah. this sounds like it's just gonna be full of hobbyists so yeah it's just gonna be, be gonna be a few people there so it should be pretty cool i think those um yeah talk about it another time but uh yeah it should be should be pretty cool yeah. so i'm looking yeah. forward to just meeting me and a few people i haven't seen in a while and uh catch up so yeah but yeah. Same, i thought i'd uh thing how do you know spence and rachel any... they... so i used to work with rachel. I, was, I was gonna say how do you know spence yeah um, yeah, okay. I yeah, work, yeah yeah he's worked yeah. with rach um she's the one who kind of made me get an instagram account really from a warhammer really um so it's a bit Amazing. of a funny story. Um, I obviously so I knew her from work, so we worked at different companies, and then um, hmm. I kind of was on Instagram one day, like following, started following Warhammer stuff, and I was like, pretty good. I know that girl's face in that picture, and I looked at it, and I was like, 
is that Rachel? And I was like, on LinkedIn, I was like, I think that's Rachel. And then I was like, she put the thing up and I was like, commented, I was like, oh, hi, hi, it's Matt, like from thing, I really like the painting and stuff. Like, I've just got into one myself. And obviously then she was like, oh my God, it's you. Like, I thought it was you. Like when you commented on something the other day and I was like, yeah, no, I didn't realise. And that kind of escalated. And next thing I know, she was like, yeah, I'm for another job. And I was like, I'll just jump at my place. I can like put you up for it if you want or whatever. And you can see if you get this stuff. So next thing I know, she, we worked together for a few months and then, yeah, we've just been mates since really. So it's, um, Oh, amazing. Yeah, obviously she's now living up north, unfortunately. But uh, so I don't get to see her uh, yeah. very often. So unless she's in London, <laughs> we'd meet each other up. For unfortunately, I mean, it's because she moved up north. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. What's wrong with the north, man? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. It's, it's just it's full it's of wildling bastards. <laughs> yeah, it's just, just a way. Just a way. So, I mean, to be fair, yeah. though, she's like Stafford as well. So it's like proper north, I know, isn't it? It's not. It's Midlands, it mate. Is. Mate, I'm from Kent. I'm from Kent. <laughs> Everything's like north. Everything's north. It's every, exactly every, the only way is up, literally. Yeah. <laughs> from there. Yeah. Anything, anything, anything above Tottenham is a north to me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah, we're looking forward to it. it. Should be uh, should be a fun time. But yeah, I just thought. So if no, it's wicked. Uh, if Pat doesn't realise, then he, he's like, some, I've got pegs all over me, and they will know what I'm actually talking about. So it's retaliation. I'll just tell him after. Him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So, nice. Sorry, sorry, mate. That's right, mate. No should we, um, just... what, Sean, should we, should we, should we, have you got anything else, Sean, or should we do some questions as well from, from people as well? I think people have asked mm, quite yeah. a few questions, so we'll crack them with some questions. Interrogate me. How, um, how are you doing <laughs> for time, Peachy? Are you okay, mate? I'm oh, fine. Yeah, fine. Good. Yeah. Sweet, oh. lovely, cool. We'll Can do we a few questions then. We'll to, to break up, break up the the, the chat and stuff a little bit. Um, Let's give us some actual structure. Oh. You mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, we do ramble a lot, um, but we we get a lot out of it. I think because people we talk about a lot of stuff. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. You get um, a real sort of sense of the people as well when you ramble. Yeah, I think that I found that. Yeah, doing the like, we talked about books and stuff. Like, oh, actually, really just before just before we go on to our questions, yeah. I've got a, another question. Hmm. I've, I was meant to ask this earlier. Um, Peachy, obviously now your job essentially is obviously very much in the hobby and you doing more of your own hobby, but mm. your, your interaction with people from, again, from the viewer side seems to have gone up. So like you've got the, the talk show now and you're yeah. talking a lot about the hobby and you're yeah. super active in the community. I think when I asked you to come onto this, she was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not really that popular. I don't really. And ever since I've seen you on everything, <laughs> you've been like fucking Bono at the opening of the carrier bag. <laughs> to, to be honest with you, I I, I genuinely said to Sean the other day, I went, should we just like not, should we just give him like two hours or something? No, just say, just go, we're just going to say nothing. You can just sit there and just relax if you want, because you've been on so much stuff. <laughs> so we just, if yeah, you want no. to just sit there and do nothing, we'll just chat and you can just sit there and you can just say, oh yeah, I mean, me, so, so, yeah sorry love, I've got a podcast and I don't need a couple of hours. So. <laughs> I mean, there is a bit of that, to be fair. She's like, another one, I was like, yeah, it's fine. You can just yeah. go off and do your run. She's like, oh, right. <laughs> so, so yeah, how, how are you finding it? How are you finding the, the wild uh, west of, it's, yeah. It's interesting because job. when, when I was at workshop, it was very insular. I suppose my, my my perception of the outside world was like, oh, it's just a lot of people in it for themselves. There's a bit of dog eat dog, and luckily I've got this lovely shield of like people that are all hobbyists that uh, I know and work with. Um, and often there was like a bit of a, um, I, I don't think it's entirely true, but there's certainly a perception that all other YouTubers 
YouTubers and people out there, content creators, a bit up their own arse and they're only like in it for themselves and don't really care. And then I left and realised that they're all amazing human people. I've not seen anyone that's just been a dick or anything like that. Not not certainly like from a professional point of view. Um, and everyone's just been really welcoming. And my and I said this to Pat as well. And, you know, we shouldn't be too good to have people that are starting off and new on our channel at the same we shouldn't feel too good to go on to channels that are like small and young or whatever um and i don't care what channel i go on if someone wants to ask me to come on uh, to do a, a chat and a podcast i'll happily do it if i if i can that yeah. the recent one was a bit of a struggle was the um hobby vices one Mm. and that was oh, mainly yeah. just through time yeah uh, because they're like oh uh, we normally stream at 9 a.m and uh, that's 3 a.m for you can you do that i was like no because i have a son and a wife and they're up there and they'll hear me and if you're getting me to sing and do squats <laughs> i'm gonna have yeah. a very angry family the next morning yeah. so we managed to like eventually the stars yeah. aligned and we got a time and sometimes that is just it there's been like a couple that I was supposed to go on and then for whatever reason, like someone's been ill, like uh, my wife's um, dad was really ill for a time. And I can't remember if I've gone on their channel now or not. I'm all right organizing other people, but myself, I'm God awful at it. Um, but yeah, so sometimes I'm like, yeah, I'll do that thing. And then suddenly like, oh, it's that thing. Oh no, I forgot about it. Um, so yeah, I'll try and be a bit more better at organizing myself, but I love just chatting to other people and getting to know people in the community because you know without you guys doing your things helping spread the word of our channel and vice versa it, it's it, mm. it all feeds into itself doesn't it really of course hey Petri, no thing, bother so. mate we've got a fair few million listening obviously the live audience <laughs> yeah. the, the, the live audience yeah. of the couple thousand that are sitting with us tonight don't worry about it don't be intimidated <laughs> they're lovely people okay yeah well i'm not i, I am <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, i Bottom Jones. line is, I I'm happy to do it, and I'm not too good to do it. If that makes sense. Nice. No, no, that's great. That's like, sorry, we're, just we're very excited. So Sidetrack. Someone actually asked me the other day. <laughs> someone actually asked me the other day, "Do we record in front of a live audience?" So I'd like <laughs> to really? point out, I am being sarcastic, and that is very much British humour. Okay, ladies and gents. Yeah, yeah. We know happiness, sadness, and sarcasm. That is all. But yeah, yeah. I don't mind. I don't care. <laughs> I've done enough live yeah. and enough recorded. Merging the two together is just the same, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's fine. But yeah, I was sarcasm. Like, I don't. I struggle to get it sometimes, but I got it this time. Thank you, mate. <laughs> yeah, that was a little little tip of the cap to a uh, painting face. Um, as you can tell, we are very much big fans. Um, oh, so yeah, we thanks. do appreciate you coming on, mates. Thank you so much. But we haven't stopped there. We haven't. We've got more questions. Obviously, good from our good lovely good. Discord members, the brush lickers themselves. Um, mm. The first one has to be. I was, I was going to go for Dino's question. Yeah, yeah, you got the Dino's. You, you actually uh, wrote a lovely comment on his. Uh, he's a uh, uh, gaunt on the uh, Lord Solar horse, actually. Mister Peach, yeah. very happy about that. Do you remember Ooh, seeing that? Nice. The uh, he put like gaunt on the back of the horse, like a pretty like um, converted. The, yes. The yes. Yeah. 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 Very very yeah. talented guy. He li- uh, he literally shared great. it in our Discord. He's like, oh my god. <laughs> and Dino, <laughs> I'm it's very so sorry. Cool. I keep calling you Dino. It's because it just reminds me of Dino. So you are now Dino. <laughs> Dino, not Deno. <laughs> I do that. I can't <laughs> say names to save yeah. my life. Um, yeah. yeah, so Deno's question was obviously best. He said best comment ever to the um, the Gaunt on or the Lord Solar Gaunt. 
Um, yeah, yeah. He, where's he gone? He did say, oh, this calls us all What's Peach's favourite guard regiment, not including the Ventrillians? <laughs> we'll leave the PS2 <laughs> what after. Favorite guard? Yeah, yeah. I, I guess um, Tanith are pretty high. Nice. Um, because they are, I mean, you know, I've, yeah. I've grown up with those books and I really love those books. I mean, obviously for, for, for you, Matt, it's like you're still quite, I say Newton, but you're not because you've only just started reading them in the last year, but obviously, you yeah, know, I've still, of, you know, doesn't, yeah. I don't think the difference in like time is going to make that much of a difference, but mm. I, I'm a firm fan of the Tanith, but I've also got a bit of love for the Mordian Iron Guard. Like, that was one of the regiments that mm. really got me into collecting guard when I first saw them in the um, like the 90s magazines and like the you know 90s White Dwarfs and stuff. Yeah, and I, that was the first Imperial Guard box that I bought. Um, yeah, I've had for Christmas, um, and I loved them. Yeah, they are so mm. good. Um, I just want to see plastics of them. Um, and I guess oh, you could have used the old Cadians with like different heads and stuff, but um, yeah, they they are good models i i, I want to see more of that. yeah Morning, got us marine corps in yeah dress uniforms yeah um, no, I've, I've, yeah. that's pretty cool i i agree with you i think luckily there's a lot of support with like third party um places doing yeah. like kind of lots yeah. of models and stuff now um victoria Mind is, is, is another one who does do like some good support for them for example but yeah it's quite tough for some of these guy regiments to have have the have them kind of all represented <laughs> Uh, I'm definitely going to big up really. War Games Atlantic. I am a massive fan oh, of War yeah. Games Atlantic. The Grognards. <sighs> yeah. I, I, yeah I, I, I need to contact them and get some Ventrilli Nobles done. That's what I oh, need to do. Oh, my God. Uh, yes. yes. That would be so yes, good. Yes, yeah, yeah. definitely. Oh, that'd be so Because Workshop would kill them off. I know it. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're still there, aren't <laughs> they? The last nail of the peach coffin. Yeah. The, the planet's still on the, <laughs> on the map, so... Still on the map, still on the yeah. map. It's really close. It's in buffet range to the Tyranids, so I don't expect it to last long. Um, oh, but no. yeah, it'd be good if it did. Don't you um, worry. Once we take over GW, if they get rid of them, we'll just bring them back like the squats. Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. Oh, they uh, was hidden. There'll be riots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll take to the street. Viva la yeah. Ventrilia. <laughs> Maybe just one company as well. Maybe just one company that randomly got lost somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, it'll be it'll be new Ventrilia, like they've got they've got new Cadia, so why can't I have new Ventrilia? Uh, exactly. I will work my way around that. All right, and, well, nice. that, that was I a like... good answer because uh, then I did mm. say, "P.S. If it's not Tanith, we riot." So that's probably <laughs> saved quite a lot of um, pitchforks and, and torches. To be fair, each, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was a bit greedy because well I got three. <laughs> uh, I'm sticking four fingers up there. I've got three. <laughs> three <laughs> can't count either. I, I think <laughs> whenever it, whenever it comes to guard, though, it's so hard. hard. It's so hard when it comes mm. to guard. Like I've got so, mm. so like so. I think when I've made my I've guard stuff, I'll oh, go for it, mate. Go. Mm. I was I was gonna say I've got a theory. The Imperial Guard Army was designed a bit like the old Empire Army mm. and before it obviously got destroyed. Which is an Empire Army is cool when it's like all one color scheme, but a proper Empire Army is from every different state. Yeah. So mm. when if you look at the old Imperial Guards, um, like pullouts in like White Dwarfs, it wasn't just like all Cadians. It was a platoon of Cadians, a platoon of Mordians a squad of Katachans in a Chimera, a unit of um, Attilian Rough Riders, um, yeah. some Rattling Snipers, maybe some Valhall and Desert Warriors. De- Valhall and Desert Warriors. Valhall and Ice Warriors. Um, <laughs> Very hot so Desert Warriors. That, yeah. <laughs> so that, that to me is the, the, the right way to collect Guardians have like a whole bunch. Uh, yeah. I think it's the very first uh, Gaunt's Ghost novel when they're at the last battle. I, I want to say 
menazoid epsilon, but I'm not sure if that's right. No, I think it is uh, right. I yeah. think it might be. Um, and the, it's they've got the massive Leviathan. And oh, it's the command that's the model they bring out. Oh yeah, absolutely. I want to. I might make one, um, but <laughs> just get a Hoover. Just put boxes on. Yes. It. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, to do it. Yeah. Uh, but it describes the battle a bit. And it's like on the left was this regiment of Cadians, this regiment of Mordians and the Tanith on this side. And then you had like the Patri- Jantine patricians here, yeah. which were behind yeah. the uh, the Tanith. And I was just like, oh, there's quite a lot. So in this battle, it's not just all like Tanith and good. Jantine patricians. It's a bit of everything. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. Um, so that's how it should be. Sorry, I interrupted you. I no, 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 Go for it, mate. I was say, like, I was say, Sean got me a lot, load of the um, like uh, heads, like the World War One like helmets and stuff, so that I could do like some Roman deepers as well from um, Burgas. Oh, and, fantastic! And, um, yeah, so I could do like some other stuff as well, and then I could maybe like use them and say, like, oh, these are like for for games for reasons. You said these mm. are my Catachan or these are my Creed or, or whatever. You can kind of like play them as whatever you want, really. And then you can get yeah. like a few yeah. more of the narrative regiments in that they fight with, for example. Like that is exactly like what I've done time. with these guys. With the oh, I don't know if you can see, but I've saved the oh, World War yes. One yeah, head, and I have had yeah. so many. So basically, one way one way I run guard is just a pure. I used to play pure scions because I, I really like the way mm. they play and mm. the whole spec ops thing. Yeah. So I've got loads of spare scion parts. So I've done one squad of Catachan, which are just like bolters and chain swords and like las swords. Um, las swords? Makes sense, yeah. <laughs> swords. Why not? Yeah. Las swords sound really I cool. S- <laughs> yeah, I want one. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was like, I, I completely agree, like PGR. I'm a big fan of like the guard being really mixed. And so that my homebrew mm. law of it being like a rogue trader um, regiment, essentially, mm. is like, the, so it's the Praetorian Trading Company. And it essentially nice. comes from like Praetoria. Um, but they're they're a, a fleet based guard army, and they just because Praetorius is so rich and wealthy, they recruit everyone in, like through the umbrella of the company, and so just the story's ongoing. So I can I've got like a yeah. full tank column which I absolutely love. That was a big thing I enjoyed doing. Um, mm. I mixed it up between because Matt started the Armenians, and I really loved the Armenian law as well. So. It's kind of Armenian colours, but a little mm. bit kind of like a desert ratty, like you know, British Army World War Two. Yeah, like yeah. so. Yeah, I, I love it. I think I just, oh, so much flavour. You can add to it. Mm. That's cool. Chem doggy yeah. as well, where they kind of nick stuff from mm. places and stuff. Which I, that's another regiment I would kind of love to maybe do one day as well. As yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. Quite I cool. mean, you know, the easiest way to do them is like um, using. Uh, Gene Steeler cultists and just filing off the, Ooh, the ridge, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you got chem dogs straight away, really. <clears throat> or even um, using like ne- Necromunda Orlocks, yeah, possibly Orlocks, maybe even like the um, uh, Nomads. Yeah. But you get yeah. like an upgrade set now for when they're in the Ashway, so they've all got gas masks. Ah, so if you do like nice. Eshes, you can have all like plastic gas masks, um, or you can have because it's just a bunch of different heads, it's just like an extra cool. set and. And rucksacks as well. Mm. You can stick rucksacks on them. That'd be quite cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, something to think about. Nice. That's cool. I think uh, there's some really good question, question really good questions tonight, actually. So I'm just looking. Yeah, it is actually. Yeah. Um, so DBJ is asked: Is there a mini or a bust, or the like? Oh, sorry, is there a mini or a bust, or the like you don't dare to paint yet, or something similar, basically? Yeah, so I, I want to paint, but I haven't had the courage to paint. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. 
yeah um i've got uh one of squidmars minis um Ooh. and i, I want to do it justice i can't for the life of me remember what the character's called but it was in his uh kickstarter and he's he looks a bit like one of the dark elves i know from, exactly what you're about uh, it's very Thor. like Regal. Yeah, and he's got like a blade. Yeah, and and I'm like, I want to improve my airbrushing skills because I think it deserves a bit of that um, on it, as well as like hand painting as well. But um, I've got that put to the side, and I really want to do something with that and 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 just improve my skills basically. Yeah. Um, because I've been using a brush for so long, and I use Citadel mini uh, Citadel paints for so long. Mm. Now I've now moved away from Citadel paints and getting really excited about all the different paints that are out there, <laughs> even yeah. Duncan's. <laughs> uh, Duncan, Duncan's are great because uh, Pete Books News made them. Um, they're just like like AK and Vallejo because they dry matte and they're just like yeah. they cover really well. Yeah, uh, apparently two thin coats, but you know I can do it in one thick one. So sodgy <laughs> road. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he'll listen to this, but if he does, he kn- hopefully he knows I'm joking. Um, yeah, but yeah, so fine. I want to. He's our he's our biggest just... listener. Come on, <laughs> is it? I, I I've yeah. heard that. We've, yeah. we've only got one patch on, and it's him. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> We don't have Patreon to discover. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Just send us the millions of pounds directly, please. Yes, even better. Even better. Yeah, um, that's what I would do. Yeah, that bust. Forget what it's called, but that dude. Yeah, nice. Fair. Sexy elf man. That's, that's who cool. we're paying up next. Mm, All right. Yeah, pretty much sexy elf man. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry, Matt. Do you want to go for the next one, mate? Yeah, Candy, yeah. Um, this one's from Ali Reid. Uh, thank you, Ali. Um, what is the biggest model you've ever painted? Um, and decorating the house doesn't count, he said. <laughs> oh, God. Biggest model I've ever painted. I mean, I've That's done some hard. clay models in the past that were quite large. Basically, for school, I did a... Um, do you remember the Iwo Jima image with the yep. holding the flag? Yeah, yeah. Know, but I did like a clay sculpture that at school, but did British paratroopers uh, Operation Market oh, Garden, nice. which didn't happen. They didn't do yeah. that on the flag. Um, and I painted that up and then I dropped it, which I wasn't happy about oh, no. uh, oh, the very day I was supposed to take it in. Uh, they were quite big, but they weren't like well painted. Um, yeah. I guess I've got some six scale um, action figures like um, Hot Toys and Sideshow make them, and I've been customizing my own things as well. I'm painting nice. them. So they're quite large. Um, but if I was to go like with just Games Workshop, I mean, I think probably like one of the newer giants. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Demon Princes, that kind of size. Um, I guess mm. super heavy tanks. Oh, I've done a, a few Titans uh, in the past as well. I guess they're, they're quite large. <laughs> Casually um, just dropping so, a Titan into the yeah, chat. I just remembered. It's like, I'm like thinking like, oh, I've definitely done something big, but I can't. And like, oh yeah, we did Apocalypse. We did some Titans for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a few few things i suppose but um yeah nothing like super large um, i do have that angel uh, gabriel gabriel angelos um oh statue. yeah I, I got given it to uh, by a friend uh, just in his attic and it's nice but i'd like to tart it up Ooh. and i think that might be um, Ooh, the be face good. i'm not going to touch because it looks realistic but the armor looks like it was chipped by a blind man uh, so <laughs> i would like to Im- Prove the chip. I mean, the face is immaculate. I'm just like, yeah. whoever painted the face, top tier painting. Whoever did the armors, if it's either the person that did the face, gave up. Um, or yeah, that's um, definitely what happened. by someone else. <laughs> Put all their time into it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That. The face is so good. Oh no, I've only got one day left. <laughs> Quick. 
Oh, yeah. I'm a, ah. Uh, so, so yeah, yeah it's like the like horse that. meme. Remember the, the horse is really good at the front end and the back end. It's just like, you yeah. ever seen that meme? <laughs> it's like that. That's what, that's what exactly Have you ever happened. seen a horse? <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course I've seen a horse. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really like the next question from uh, King's Miniatures. Any mini Chris hasn't painted and he wish he had. Oh, wait. Mm. <coughs> Sorry. I read that wrong. I read it as wish he hadn't. <coughs> oh. <laughs> I, in so, fact, give us both answers. What's one model you wish you hadn't painted and then one where you've always ooh, wished you had? The model, and I'll, it can I'll be go, anything at all. Anything at all yeah. So. yeah, I think the model I wish I had painted um, <coughs> would be Alariel. I always liked that model and yeah. I was the manager of the team at the time and one of my staff, who's one of my buddies, Tom Moore, um, painted it and I... Wardroff Beetle, the Beetle is cool. I'd love to have done yeah. like some cool effects on that, but we we were time constrained to do like yeah, of keep it like it is in the box packaging and just do a simple version of it. But I'd love to do some cool stuff on the the sort of um, endoskeleton of the actual bug. Um, yeah. Maybe try and make it look a bit like pearlescent and stuff. But she's got thighs that would crush a man, and I really just want to sit there in my brush and just run it up and down and put some tattoos <laughs> and stuff like that. And just go, yeah, just <laughs> my thumb on a Lariel right now. Uh, no, she's a great model, so well posed. I just yeah, you know, I, that's the one model i've never got around to doing i really want to the model i wish i'd never painted um would be every orc i've painted uh and i like <laughs> and the reason why i said that is i hate painting orcs um it was something to do with green skin i did so many and i think the reason why i hate orcs is because i did so many yeah uh, okay. the only painting team. Uh, so i had like 150 savage orcs to do and then like a whole <sighs> load of cavalry um yeah it was 150 hey. savage orcs and it was like 50 boar boys um, and it killed me because the three things that comprise those is stone, which is fun when you dry brush it, but when you add char light, not so fun. Yeah. Bone, yeah. which can either look really good or if you happen to speed paint it, it, it requires a little yeah. bit of effort. Agreed, and then yeah. green skin, which I'm just not good at. <coughs> um, and it killed my love for green skins until recently. I, we've, it's not been edited yet, but we're working on it. I've kitbashed a kill team Ooh, nice. um, for 40k. Uh, obviously kill team i'll say kill team um yeah. and it's based off an old piece of art and this is all Suggs's fault she had the <laughs> supplement called here we go uh, which is the yeah. old 40k uh, third no second edition um supplement um and it's called here we go and in it's some vignettes of all the different tribes and the one i really liked was the blood axe tribe and it's yeah. got like a, a load of orcs and they've got like top you know like um officer peak caps they've got camo yeah. they've got all these like back banners and stuff and then there's an ogrin and an imperial officer but the imperial officer is like obviously wearing really garish outfits because he's like god advise the orcs yeah and they want me to wear these weird pants and it looks weird but i'll do as i'm told um and i made that kill team oh loved it yeah uh, is this the one you've used it, so... the um ogrin from the yes. from necromunda yes yeah, 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 yeah. Put it on the uh, dis- uh, put it on our Patreon. Yeah, yeah so nice. you won't have seen that yet, Matt. But maybe when you join. No, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm, I will do when I uh, when I subscribe yeah. later on tonight. It's really easy. Yeah, Just go yeah. to the Patreon website and put it into my painting phase. Well, I'll, I'll, I will post the pictures at some point soon uh, when it's edited because we need to do it for uh, Battlefront. It's like a, a sponsored video, but I really, I really enjoy doing orcs. There's a couple of orcs I want to do now, which is a war cry. Uh, warband because i love the iron jaws love the aesthetic of them and i, I love i love the models i just i think i lost my enthusiasm for painting them because i just didn't enjoy that project entirely yeah um it's horrid horrid painting so many savage orcs some people That's like fair. savage orcs like savage orc guy whoever she is <laughs> uh, so, whoever that never, never. Is. 
<laughs> so yeah, that's my turn. Um, no, that's cool. Uh, thanks, Beach. That's very good. Yeah, uh, if you ever do want to get someone to paint some orcs, though, uh, Jack, our good friend Jack Masters, very, very fantastic um, orc painter, player, mm. all-round personality. Um, he's on Instagram if you want to find him. The joy of painting. Very, very good. Nice. Uh, he's been in White Dwarf uh, not so long ago, actually, um, who's featured in those. His army's been there for a long time. So, um, yeah, his love of orcs is uh, knows no bounds um, to Runsby. So, um, the boss, as many do call him, so uh, yeah, is it the joy of painting minis, Mark? So, sorry, is that is it the joy of painting minis? Is um, is? No, it's dirt, it's dirt joy, as in duh. Oh, in, uh, ah, right. So someone called the joy of painting, duh. What's Jack's current picture? It's normally with him wearing normally some form of uh, oh yeah uh, cowboy hat. Man, Jack, I'll find out. That joy. It's literally the first person on here. It's currently in Orc. This is Jack Gaz Masters, is his name on it. Oh, I can't it, find him. His bio says, the moron with the cowboy hat. <laughs> 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 moron with the cowboy hat. Uh, uh, I bet I'll find it at some point. Yep. I'll, I'll send it to you, Peach. I'll send it to you. Yeah. Um, I've yeah, been um, I think you'd definitely appreciate um, his squigs and his... Uh, just his, I think his, his passion for orcs, I think, uh, would uh, alone would probably uh, keep, keep you pretty happy, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I can't find him because I'm an idiot, so you'll need to send me... No, nah, that's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll promise, <laughs> I will share it to you now. I'm going to literally send it to you now. So you, can, you can look at it at your oh. leisure. Uh, some awesome. One. Thank you. Yeah, no check worries. it out. Um, Matt, do you want to go for the next question? I will, yes, while I'm multitasking, because uh, I can Ooh, do that. Check you um, out. I can't. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Special. Uh, um, that's that's why our entire role on the podcast is to be the, the multitasker. Um, otherwise, <laughs> no, no, one needs to be here. <laughs> um, um, uh, the next one is for from Matthias Paints. Um, it's actually a really good question. <coughs> this one. Um, it's what's your for- favourite edition of 40k? Um, mm. Good that, question. That's Indeed. the one for you. My favourite is the very first edition I played, which is third edition. Um, okay. I've played more games of third edition in my life than I have of any of the other editions combined. Um, and I think some of that was down to being in retail um, and having to play intro games. I don't really count them, but I played lots of games with my colleagues and my mates and yep. we did lots of like events and stuff um and i had a lot of fun yes it might not have been the best rule set around but it's the one i have the most fondest memories of yeah um and the most armies i built for um i wish i could now go back in time and do better paint jobs on those armies because that was my first tanith army as well was using that edition ah okay um the one I always wanted to try was second. Never got around to uh, that. That was a little bit because we we'd got Warhammer, uh, Warhammer Fantasy Battle, mm. and then we, when 40k changed, it was third. That's when we moved into uh, 40k. I was like, oh, let's do the space guns and the space marines, and I was like, oh, there's a new one coming out with like a big sort of black Templar guy on the front. They, they look cool. Um, so I missed second edition. I heard lots of good stuff about that, so I never got around to playing. Yeah, that, but yeah. I'd say That's third because cool. it was my first entry, and all the. I'm not saying the other editions are rubbish; they're not. It's just I think it's my fondest memories, and I played most games of it. That's, that's pretty pretty solid. Um, talking of second edition, um, Tabletop Tactics have just done started doing a series of second edition battles. Oh, uh, have you seen fantastic. that? Yeah, they've got a new presenter. Yeah, but the combat uh, phase takes a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I haven't watched any of it yet, to be fair. Um, but I know the new presenter just just had joined Ed, mm. and he wants to do some second edition stuff. So I think they've done two episodes so far. 
yeah. um, recorded. So, so uh, if anyone does want to check that out and wants to see what the second edition was like, there's a perfect example for you that's obviously recent. So uh, The old Necromunda rules use second edition 40k, including the combat system, and for a skirmish, it makes sense. For a yeah. board game, I was like, this is the rules for combat in a main big game? Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. No ideal. I'm going to have to check that out. Um, <laughs> next one from Paint Liquors Paint Pot. Wow, he fits right in in the nice. club, doesn't he? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Peach, which would yes. you recommend home base basic paint roller or B&Q six inch wall brush? Depends what you're using it for. Uh, if you are painting scenery, I'd go with the uh, wall brush, six inch wall brush, because it's good. You, it can coat loads of like texture over over a piece of scenery. If you've got a board that's like molded with some polystyrene on there, you've like coated it all over. Yeah. It's really good for adding the texture, um, especially if you use masonry paint. Uh, you wash it. You can add that as a dry brush. You can do all your dry brushing with that. If you want to get like, as I've experienced, one thousand uh, movement trays uh, sanded in quick succession, is you pour a load of PVA in a roller. Uh, tray Ooh. and then you roll the pva on the roller tray and then you literally just roll because do you remember war of the ring they used to have yeah. um lord of the rings had a game called lord of war of the ring yeah. loads of movement trays um, literally armageddon like, apocalypse style lord of the rings i mean you could do you could do it with the apocalypse ones as well so you, all I, I didn't even tack them to the the table i just literally laid all these square movement trays out got me a pva rolled it literally just rolled pva because nice. it wouldn't go in the side in in where the base is falling it just went on the top oh, okay, um, yeah, and then yeah. i just sprinkled sand because there's loads of newspaper sprinkled sand all over everything went away came back turned everything upside down covered in sand and then i just picked up all the <coughs> sand put it back in the tub so roller is good for that um and also if you've got a big board i guess maybe mm, um, yeah, good nice. for multi-basin a thousand models or oh, i mean you could do that you could literally put your bases on the table cover them in PVA, sprinkle them with sand and whatever detritus you want to add, and then just paint them after and then glue your models mm. on after, maybe. That's one way. Yeah, it's great for painting. So if anyone's out there who wants to paint a thousand bases, <laughs> let us know how you get on. <laughs> if, yeah. if, if anyone's doing a company of Space Marines in it, or an entire chapter of Space Marines anytime soon, job done. Easy. Without drying, <laughs> it took me 20 minutes to do it. Oh, that's what we like so... to hear. That is, <laughs> that is good. Pretty quick. And most of that 20 minutes is setting well. the bases up. Yeah. yeah. Not that. Uh, sitting there going, a little bit sprinkler. I'm, I'm a, I feel um, like you're seasoning a pie. <laughs> yeah. Salt bay it. He got famous for doing yeah, some dodgy thing with his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm a big uh, fan of the next question from one with the hat that does 40k. So, yeah, I mean, Wolchig, he's asked, he's asked two questions as well, hasn't he? I know. What? He, um, Unbelievable. So, so we've we done, um, <laughs> we done a little series on our on our Insta page, and it was we called it the one that got away series. And we're, we're going to mm. read, we'll keep it, we'll, we'll put the question out again and see what other new members um, have missed out on. But typically, it's what model was the one that got away, the, the dream model for you? What was it? Um, yeah, so what one do you think you missed out on? Not just about painting, just in, in general. Um, uh, and then there's a follow-up to that as well. I mean, I mean, does it have to be worked? No, 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 not at all. No, no, no. Whatever you want. Any, whatever you want. We're, 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 we just talk about everything here, so it's fine. So there's a workshop one, um, which is, you know when uh, Ripper Jackson came yeah. out 
they was yep. pretty much the uh, actor from Predator. Uh, uh, Dylan. Yep. There was the oh, the colonel of him. The colonel. I forget his name. Forget his name. Never got that. Really wanted him. Um, and I was like, damn, I should have got him because he's cool. Yeah. Uh, and never got him. I've got Ripper Jackson because um, he's great. Um, Peach. I've actually, I've actually got one in box still. I mean, if you're never going to do anything with it, I'll happily pay for it and give you, give you money because I, I need him in my life. I Dude, I, I, uh, I, I occasionally see them still up, up and about. But if you genuinely really want to do it, I could ha- more, more. Than well, is there a model that you've been after that you've not been able to get? Because we might be able to do a little cheeky swap. Ooh, hmm. I don't. To be honest, mate, I've got honestly. You a don't realise what my my yeah <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can, really I want the one or Titan actually. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've, really I've, done it about. For, I've done it for Sean. I've still not <clears> done it yet, but he, he passed on some angsty casting uh, ruins. Uh, uh, not ruins. Um, cemetery. Stuff, which I still need to do. Cemetery. Thank you. There's the word. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to paint up a road trader for him. So I would happily paint up a character for you if you wanted. Oh, okay. Uh, as, I think as, I'll think of something. As... We'll, we'll sort it out. But yeah, I'll, I'll I, can't, I can't just take it for free. That that would be wrong. No. Yeah. Well, that's fine. I like trades. Trades are cool. I like, trade. I like. Oh, we'll do a trade. That sounds fun. Yeah. That sounds yeah. fun. I'll do that. Uh, that's pretty so, cool. Yeah. So that, Beast. That, that's the 40k one that's got away. Yeah. Yeah. And 40k. Recently, Mr. Colonel. He's he's sitting. Yeah. Mr. Colonel. and Colonel. Look, I'll even show you that. Is that all it's called? I thought he had a name. I thought he had a name. Oh, I thought he had a no, name. You've got him in names. I'm going to call him Dylan. <laughs> Dylan. <laughs> yeah, here he is. Mr. Cat, this, this, this little chap. That's the dude. That's the dude. There he is. Look at him. Look Mate, how honestly, I'm, um, I'm a bit, I'm, as Sean knows, my my uh, hobby space is basically like a, a local gaming store. I've got so much on here yeah. that I haven't painted yet. Same. So, um, yeah, <laughs> worth worth asking me if you want anything. There's a good chance I might have it. Well, there is a second one, uh, and I don't expect anyone's got these because they're like top. You, you struggle to get them for anything less than five hundred quid. So I um, recently got into Hero Quest, as you know, uh, and I didn't realise there was a Kickstarter um, two years ago, and the Kickstarter had because uh, I, I like the models, but they had different uh, sexes of the characters. Oh, cool! Um, right. So you get a, a male bar, a male bar, a male barbarian a male dwarf, a male wizard, and a female uh, elf in the set. But then they did the alternates in this, like, Kickstarter uh, campaign. And I'm like, oh, the female barbarian looks mega, and so does the female dwarf, and I quite like the female wizard. And that male elf, why not have him? Because he just finishes the uh, the whole thing, so you can have, like, choices. And also in my head, I'm like, what was he f-? I know you can't in the game, but I'm like, you could have two barbarians on the battlefield. That's pretty good. That's um, just a- Battlefield dungeon, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that that's like a non-workshop thing that I've just only recently nice. come, uh, been aware of. So I've been like looking, going, how much are they on eBay? Yeah, <laughs> eBay, <God>. eBay is <laughs> an absolute yeah. minefield sometimes. Yeah, not not interested in that amount of money. No. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, not that interested. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> I can survive without having a different gender. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then the the follow up, sorry, the second part of that question was uh, another thing we have in our Discord is hobby dreams. So it could be anything, anything mm. you want. Like some people mm. have like a full Space Marine company, um, mm. others like a Titan, and just loads of different things. So do you have a hobby dream, Peachy? I do have a hobby dream. I have a hobby dream that I want to have a. At the moment, it's very modular. My Necromon terrain is very modular, which is good for packing away. As a motorcyclist, a lot of my terrain is modular. I, I, my hobby dream is to have a big enough space that I don't need to 
make all my terrain modular mm. um that it's all fixed in i can add all the dirt and grime but i want to do literally on one side of a wall just a vertical game <sighs> of necromunda nice oh, um, sick that has lots of ladders so you don't have to like i mean the the, the model i view is like literally looking down the side of the wall going yeah i can see you yeah. um that's cool and just because there was an old article in white dwarf where they got loads, loads of polystyrene like inserts from like a tv and they made this thing i mean they could even do that like it like literally is like four sides to it um yeah. that is a hobby dream just doing a big board um of necromunda that is like you're fighting across gantries and stairwells and it goes down oh. and down and down it gets worse and worse as you go down oh, that's, hobby dream. that's my new that gives me the new cool. um judge dread vibes the, the carl urban one. Oh yes yes that yes would be that that yeah. would necromunda because you that'd be really cool because <laughs> you could build it like like the tower block you could build the full tower mm. block and yeah oh pg yeah. you've got to do that yeah, was, um, oh yeah. my god, do you know what you could do? Now you said Judge Dredd. Oh, I've just got an idea. You could, right, it's going to sound mental, but a coffee table, right? Dosis thing. A coffee mm. table, four big blocks. So you, the blocks of the, like, the legs of this coffee table are your tower, and then you just move them around and stack them on top. There you go, there's your tower. Nice. Hey, if I see it on Instagram, right. I know where you got it from. <laughs> As to all of you out there. <laughs> I came. I came up with this idea all by myself. <laughs> I'd be like, no! Bridget. Several years uh, later. Lies. There was, um, on, on the armies on parade at the weekend, there was actually um, Ooh, yes. something that sounds similar to that. There was like one, a guy had done like a two foot by two foot board mm. um, and about a bit high and it looks like it was like a hive city. I can't remember who'd done it though. Um, oh, I check def- it out, Peter. Oh, I don't, I don't know what happened yeah. to me into the armies I mean, of parade. You've just reminded thing. me. Yeah, uh, there was an armies on parade thing I wanted to do, and uh, now that the Citizen of Sigma are an actual official thing, because at the time it was just like just Empire Rangers called the Free Guild. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to do an armies on parade that was like a street level, and it's like the barracks. So it's like a street, and there's like market stores, and there's like the entrance to the barracks and stuff. And then the next level down is like the sort of area where they feast, and there's like um, walks from the feasting halls to like yeah. the barracks to like where the weapons room is, and it goes down, and you've got like the armorer that's arming all the men and maybe there's like a forge in the corner and in the next that sounds down, brilliant it's full of skeeven um so it's like gonna be a four tier um and then you just put your models in it uh, that was a plan i never got around to doing it because time and yeah other things that sounds pretty cool that sounds like but that's quit talk quit talk that'd be pretty decent to be fair um are we cool. do you want to go for the next one matt let's do it yeah, I mean, to be fair, it's, it's still one with a hat that does 40k. He technically asked three questions. This sounds like one of the guests you had, <laughs> one of the, you had the other day on your, uh, your uh, the painting phase. I was listening to the episode the other day. Guy got three questions in. Sneaky guy. Um, so here we go. Um, this one's quite quite um, quite good. What is the biggest and what is the tiniest peg you have? The biggest one is one that Pat has. It's a big wooden one. It doesn't really do a good job because it just falls off all the time. And the oh. tiniest one I have, my wife got me. Uh, a little bag of little teeny teeny tiny pegs and <laughs> I'm reluctant to just stick them on anyone because they're so cute uh, oh. so I, I have both large grande and small <laughs> um, uh, grande is how it should always be now referred to That maybe it should be its name it's grande <laughs> grande <laughs> <laughs> nice uh, Shawnee it's uh, your turn to go for I think well, it's probably the last one in the discord I think that we've got um, is this from Primaris? Yeah, yeah, sure. sure. Um, that's what she said. Um, <laughs> what's, <laughs> what's the best cheese to have as a snack whilst hobbying? Oh, 
Ooh, well, a little twist on the cheese question, man. It's good. I mean, hobbying. Sometimes I like to have my cheese when I'm watching a movie, but sometimes if I am in the mood for it, uh, it's the same cheese. And people are going to hate me for this. I love Stilton. Uh, I have that at Christmas nice. time. I love a pun- pungent cheese. Yep. Um, I quite like mature, but they tend to break off. I've been, I've just really liked. I don't know why. Uh, mild cheddar from Aldi. Yeah, it's, really it's like a great cheese. From Aldi. <laughs> that's what that's it's our so go-to. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's so bloody good. I love it. Uh, yeah, it so I, I eat that. By the block. <laughs> it's just good. so good. Yeah. Oh, that's solid. Explains my waist. Matt, favourite cheese for you? Uh, I'm, to be honest, mate, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm not a huge, huge cheese fan. Um, <gasps> that's it. We're I'm literally pod, like, well, I mean, we've had this conversation. I'm, I'm very much a sweet tooth kind of guy. Like yeah. biscuits, mm. talk to me about biscuits all day mm. long. Don't get me like, I love a biscuit, right? Um, but like cheese, I'm like, I had cheese and toast tonight. And that was like a bit of mild cheddar from, from Aldi, obviously. <laughs> yeah, um, I had on that. Stuff, um, yeah. But um, I mean, yeah, if it's like a bit of mozzarella and a bit of pizza, but I wouldn't sit there and have like cheese cheese and biscuits, for example. I'm not. A, I'm more of a, more of a biscuit yeah. guy. Yeah. What's, what's your favourite biscuit then? So I'm so I'm a I'm a big avid dunker. So um, I love a hobnob. <laughs> you fucking because dunker. I can dunk it as much as I like. Basically, I know it sounds boring yeah. to many people, but I no, just I no. just like the fact that he's a marine. I can just keep dunking in and out of the <laughs> yeah, cup of yeah. tea or coffee. Do you prefer your hobnob with or without chocolate? chocolate. So I'm actually I, I I actually prefer it without because I, I find <sighs> if anything that's why we're the yin and the yang in this podcast, man. Well, the, the thing is, it can slip out your fingers. What? what? Like, yeah. like, yeah. Do you know what I mean, the yeah. chocolate gets slippery, and if you don't like, it, you, all you need to do pff, next thing you know, you, you've got to get the, you Matt, have to run to the from kitchen, these gestures. The spoon, how big is your fucking out. cup? You're like, <laughs> I'm just just to clarify, I actually do have a cup that is literally like like. Oh, no one can see this because this is obviously awesome. not a video, but it's, but it's <laughs> like literally like this big. It's like a bucket a basically. Bowl. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I feel like everyone ended up with one of them sports direct monks. Yeah, it's basically oh, yeah. that. To be fair, it's literally pretty much that size. I'm not even joking to you. It's like massive, and that's what I drink my tea and coffee out of. So, a bit of Yorkshire tea or a bit of coffee. Classic. Or yeah. Good yeah. answer for the tea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's got to be Yorkshire tea. I'm. Mean, I'm a big fan of Yorkshire tea gold. I don't know if that means. Oh, I was, um, I was just about to say, there's big... a there's a little knockoff Yorkshire tea in Aldi. It's it's gold, but I don't know what exactly the name is. But it, the branding is so similar. It's um oh is it like Derbyshire? Yeah, oh, Derbyshire yeah. copper or something like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, we had lots of copper mines under Derbyshire, so that would fit. There you go. There there. So the Derbyshire <laughs> copper tea brand, absolutely on point. Yeah. <laughs> I was in Aldi the other day, and um, uh, I think it was Pat was talking about uh, Professor Pepe, the the Aldi. Oh, yes. and yeah, I, yeah. Literally, I had to yeah. get some, and it's absolutely just fucking vile. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, I sent I sent him a picture straight away. I was like, thinking of you, mate. <laughs> yeah, there's the sports drink called Explosive. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm good. Yeah, that good. Is that what happens on the back? Yeah, end? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Not interested. Oh. Yeah, someone said to me a while back. Um, it was a hobby. Like, you talk a lot about um, going to Audi a lot. I mean, you know, do you not think that's you know you come across as a bit of a cheapskate? What? Because you're like you're earning your millions and stuff. I was like, no, because I can spend more money on toys and 
What's yeah. wrong with Aldi? There's nothing what wrong is wrong with, with Aldi? It's, absolutely nothing wrong. it's the same. It's the same as any other supermarket, except some people see it as like a, a discount store for poor people. Um, and I don't give a shit because I go to charity shops yeah. um, great. because they're great. Fuck it. I love being I love being poor. Rolls eyes. It keeps well, me grounded. The thing to do. <laughs> no, I mean why why spend like an extra sixty P on a packet of crisps because it says a slightly different brand name when it tastes the same and still puts fat on your sides. Yeah. Mm. But to be fair, I'm ruling out Professor Pepe. <laughs> Fuck Professor Pepe. Well, yeah, there, <laughs> there are some things. I mean, I, I'm a Yorkshire team, and I won't go for like Derbyshire Copper. Label or, or, yeah, Derbyshire yeah, Copper. Copper. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, a no. There are some things. Yeah. yeah, no, definitely no, definitely no. Um, nice. But, yeah, Aldi's great. Aldi's great. So, just going back to a few questions. Um, one thing we had, we had a big top. Uh, well, it's really funny. Like the last episode we done was with. Two girls, one paint pot. So Jade and Kenda, um, really such an awful name. It's it's just it's it sticks <laughs> and it's just gold. They're, they're, it they're great. I've heard it sticks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, they would agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> and we really got into talking about a bit more about Golden Demon, and mm. I personally feel like because when we just brought up the um, armies on parade, I was just looking through and I just thought. They are absolutely phenomenal. I I personally think that now, armies on parade should be more of a prestigious thing than Golden Demon mm. because like the 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 scale and the quality is just phenomenal. Yeah. If you could have a category, if you could change Golden Demon in a way, what would you mm. like to have or like to see? Army, army, yeah, for sure. Uh, whether that's you know you call it an army on parade um, I mean the open competition was kind of that and battle scenes were quite good so um, when I yeah. my, my two entries I did for Golden Demon uh, were battle scenes because you had to paint more figures and to make yeah. it look more interesting you added more figures on and there's some really like cool battle scenes but a lot of the high end painters their battle scenes fell more into the dual aspect yeah. Granted, the duel yeah. was two figures fighting, where sometimes they might have like two versus one. So that yeah. then puts it into the battle as opposed to the duel. Yeah. That was like the little tactic they used to use, which always used to be a bit like, oh, that's a bit bit, bit naughty. You're just painting one extra figure. Yeah. I mean, granted, yeah. they take a long time to paint. I, yeah. I appreciate the skill that's gone into it, but a battle should be a battle. Um, it should have a yeah. lot of people mm-hmm. in it. Um, and, I, and I feel that over the years, Golden Demon has certainly become more prestigious there was a time recently where it was like not happening at all but that gave like a oh the quality of, in that year yeah. when the first year after the pandemic was just ridiculous wasn't it oh yeah 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 it's 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 good to see it again it's 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 you know it, it's focus again and stuff but it was a shame that it stopped um and I, I, I'm not, I don't even know the reasons why it stopped. I can't actually tell you because I just, it, I wasn't privy to it. But th- there's definitely something with like, it's like the elitism of it. And I don't like using that word because it sounds like a negative because everyone that enters puts their heart and soul into their entries. Yeah. Mm. But it kind of gave this perception that anyone that paints armies isn't a good painter. You have to, yeah. the only way to be classed as a good painter is to enter single figures that are really high end paint jobs to go on demon. I'm like, painting an army is just as much effort as painting that one figure you did. If I'm painting 700 British Redcoats for like whatever event, 
I've spent ages putting a lot of time, and I probably put more time into my British army. I think it's harder. Than you have. Mm. It is harder because it's there's harder. a different discipline involved. Yeah, and it yeah. looks and so I guess bloody good. Did that. And that's yeah. and that's the thing. It's like whenever we used to judge armies on parade, and sometimes we'd have a, the old heavy metal painter um, on the panel. And they'll be looking like, yeah, but I don't like this army because if you look at the paint jobs of this guy, look at that character that's really well done. Like, yeah, you're looking at one figure. I'm looking at the board and the models because that's how you should judge an army. It is the entire thing together as a collective, not that one guy that you like and then the rest being a bit rubbish or out of the background because some people in armies on parade would do like what I'd call the gimmick, which was like big piece of scenery with long one big character and the rest hidden. Um, I used to see that quite a lot in the early days because it was hard for people to understand that you need to paint an army. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, like I'm going to do a squad and spread it around the battlefield. Um, I do think it, it either should be its own category, uh, painting armies, um, or at least do more with the armies on parade um, because it is a worthwhile skill. Yeah. And I guess that's just me being an army painter at heart and just going, because used to get, I, I'd look, I'd literally sit next to heavy metal, and I'd look at their stuff and go, "What you're doing is phenomenal." And they said the same thing to us, like, "We can't do what you do. We can't sit down yeah. and in one week paint forty figures to that level." And I was like, "Oh, I thought you could." They're like, "No, we're not. We're not equipped for that. We don't have the speed to do that and the discipline." I'm, I'm happy to paint one blade for two days, and you've done like 20 guys in that time i'm like okay uh name of my sex tape uh, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah it's a different discipline entirely and i think it should be more merited for that but um yeah there's definitely this because we get on the channel a lot we get comments where i show how to paint armies or like box sets quickly I'm like i'm yeah. gonna paint this box set ha half this box set to this standard then you can add extra steps and the paint to this standard then add extra steps and you always get the comments going painting is a privilege <sighs> and it should be your your skill that's to the highest level i'm like yeah what's mate, a bunch you, of pricks uh, well that, that's the thing it's like i get it if that's what you want to do that's your hobby absolutely fine if you yeah. want to paint one figure to its best ability knock your socks off all the power mm. to you but some of us like playing as well and if we followed mm. your mentality nothing will get done yeah. um so ease off and wind your neck in and keep your opinion yeah. to yourself because i don't tell you how to paint your models apart from non-metallic metal which me and richard gray have a laugh about <laughs> um because i think it's a waste of time but we're, we're, <laughs> we've no, talked at length about it it's just like no. yeah but Painting normal gold is a waste of time, Peach. I'm like, yeah, you probably right. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, I mean, nice. I, I, I just wanted to that them videos. I mean, the one you did with um, the Cadiz Dance Spots came out. I had to like that for me mm. was massive, like painting my Tanif because I sat there I, and I made like 36 of them off the bat, and I just went, hmm, I probably just maybe I painted mm. more than one go, and I was just like, oh my god, I started painting one of them, and I was like, oh, I did it all to completion. Then I watched that video where you went. No, just dry brush all this. Like get the get the yeah. whites on, get the grey on and stuff. It gives you the different level of highlights, and then you can just do one color. And I was like, "That's what I'll do." Like, yeah. like that, that, that video helped me so much in terms of actually getting stuff done. Yeah, like it was yeah. really really important for me to actually get things off because otherwise that would have just left sat grey on the table for three months. Yeah. I would have yeah. attempted it, and then I would have had wouldn't I have an army to play with. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the other thing is like, you know, you want to play a game right eventually. So yeah. sometimes you can cut corners and that's something I've done. And with the uh, Sharp video, I call it regiment standard, mm. which is like a base coat, everything, wash everything, but then just highlight the face. That's all I do. Because when you've yeah. got 28 or 32 of them in a line with some flags, that's all you're going to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I, I like the, I, I wanted to make sure you saw all, all of my mistakes and all of like, like, I'm going to do this in 12 hours. Oh, crap. Yeah. It's taking me longer than 12 hours. Yeah. I'm going to do it in 15 hours. Yeah. Uh, and just like, that was great. That's that was how normal people are. Yeah. And then, do you know, yeah, do you know, the life expectancy do you know, of a goal? Oh, yeah. yeah. Perfect. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Do you know the one I really, really enjoyed and really appreciated? And um, it's quite funny because Matt had been working his arse off on green stuff in loads of cloaks and capes. Oh, I know where this is going. I know where this is you going. You brought out the most, the, the most perfect, quickest, easiest way to do robes, rags, cloaks, or whatever with the um, the masking tape with the, the tape. Mm. And I just sent it over to Matt, and it's just like this response was dot 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 dot. <laughs> yeah. I've, li- I've literally just done 36 guys with green stuff and I've like swished them all out and just like yeah, yeah. the right angle and everything like that. And he just went, keep doing this like this, mate. And I was just like, thanks, mate. So, <laughs> I, I've, I went through the journey you went through, Max. So I did green stuff cloaks with all mine. Yeah. It took me ages to do 10. I'm not yeah. very good with green stuff. Um, there was thumbprints all yeah. over it. So you can see on my finger print all over yeah. it. Um, some bits are chunkier than others. Some are a bit too flat. Some in areas it's not mixed very well, and it's a bit like oh, that's a bit manky. Yeah. Um, and I hated it, and I couldn't quite get the folds right. And the whole masking tape thing came through necessity. And mm. it was I, was I can't remember I was chatting to you the other day. Um, it was before lockdown. I was sat next to Wade, and he was like, Oh, God, oh, scared the shit out of all Smash. of us. Sorry, sorry, but I've knocked my mic, I've knocked my drink over, there's stuff everywhere. Do not worry, everyone, it's all good. I'm safe. No one, nothing's happened to Pete or Sean. This caused an absolute I'm mess. So, <laughs> Arterial spray everywhere. No, it's fine. So, um, we'll I'm definitely leaving that in. Warning in there, Sean. Definitely leaving that in. <laughs> Someone's going to have a heart attack, Sean. Please do not do that. Please put a disclaimer on. Turn your speakers down now, please. Something. Right. Yeah. Like Matt is going to be a dickhead. Apologies. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, so I sat next to Wade and uh, he had this idea of doing like, uh, do you remember Maneaters from Warhammer Old World? Uh, they're based like ogres. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. They're all from yes, different yeah. factions. Uh, so you had like a Cathayan ogre, you had like a Nippon Ninja ogre, you had like a Pirate ogre. And he was like, oh, it'd be really cool to do ogres for, um, for Age of Sigma but like many is so they're all like different versions and i was like oh yeah you could do a stormcast one you could do a seraphon one oh you could do like a fire slayer one and he was like oh, that sounds a great idea and i was like we should do that and i went and did it yeah. and i did like five of them and i'm my biggest like uh, my my the army i like the most is the daughters of cain yeah uh, so yeah you know, like you rock chicks in thigh high boots and i was like yeah. how do i make an ogre look really disgusting but sexy at the same time? <laughs> how do i make it have like, look at my body boots? i just really Oh, I've got my sexy body. <laughs> uh, and so I, I was like looking for my green stuff. I couldn't find it anywhere. And I was like, oh, you know what? I know people used to use like tin foil for like flags. Yes. And I try masking tape, see if that works. Because it's like tape and it'll stick in place. I think give it a go. So I gave it a go. And it was like, light bulb moment. I was like, oh my God. Because it sticks. I'll spray it. And I'll do some cloaks and bits like that. And I was like, see what happens. And I sprayed the cloaks and it was like not tacky anymore underneath. And the spray kind of helped hardened it a bit. And you can still paint it. It'll still flop a bit. But then if you add PVA, it hardens up a bit more. And I'm like, there's legs in this. I quite like this. Um, and that's where it really came from. was just like, you know, by mistake and necessity of me wanting to do like this disturbing ogre daughter of Cain with its thigh high boots not having green stuff and just going what's near in at hand nice. it's adhesive and looks like it could be trousers or boots that's perfect and yeah I thank 
thank God for not having green stuff at hand. Yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't have done that. Uh, so, yep. yes. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. how I do all my cloaks now, it's just green stuff and tabards and robes and stuff. It's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a lot easier. Doesn't make sense. And it's, it's pretty good. if you make a mistake, you can rip it yeah. off and do it again. And it doesn't there leave any marks. So, uh, there is, there is that. fantastic. Yeah. The only, the only way I've, I've stopped getting like the, the finger marks um, on like green stuff is um, get like the clay modeling tools, but the silicone mm. ones. They're really, really helpful. Yeah, so if anyone's yeah, stuck, so those, yeah, definitely get some. You can get some on Amazon for like four quid, and it, you've got all the different shapes and sizes and stuff. It makes such a big difference. You don't get any thumbprints on them. Just smooth it all out. Mm. If you've got a mistake, smooth it out. Cool. I think that's a, a nice a nice transition into our little Wolf on Wall Street section now. So, mm. um, obviously, talking about a very quick and easy, cheap hack for capes and cloaks and whatever other materials you want um i was going to go for i think i spoke about this before but it's something i've been using a lot more recently is i've got two two this week one is Mm. this absolute gold gold dust of polyfiller just all-purpose filler chucking some dirt in there loads of bits of like sprue and whatever and i just use an ink to change the color that's it very simple Mm. like Ink goes a long way as well, so you can just like pop a few yeah. drops in. Obviously, do a little test coat, like a test um, test palette first to see what you, how it dries and stuff. What did you do that on? Um, oh, sorry. These are for my custodies. They're gonna be. It's kind of a bit like a like a lunar, like a moon based kind mm. of. Because I do it as a. I don't know if you can see that too well. The light's not that great. Yeah. Um, yeah. but it's like a light, oh, a light good. bluish gray. Um, well, maybe get better from that angle. So it's a light bluish grey, and then um, and then once I've once it's dried, it's really pale. I just do a a dry brush of Dark Reaper. That's it, Mm. and then mixing up the the tones and the textures with it. Some some parts are just a heavier dry brush, more like an overbrush, and then just keep the brush going until the paint naturally dries out. You get some really nice transitions Mm. on the. On the um, on the base, so yeah, that was one. Hmm. And then the second one, I've seen it been popping up. Oh, sorry, Peach, did you did you want to say something there, bud? No, oh, no, no, no. Um, I'm listening. Oh, I'm listening. <laughs> the second one, because my daughter, I think every anyone with kids, you've you're gonna have one of these. I saw it on Instagram, but it's this these fidget toys. Oh, those for yeah. a paint palette. Because I saw, I can't remember where I saw it. I don't know who it was from, but I love the idea of as soon as your paint dries, this is a nice big one with like quite a few different sizes. Mm. As soon as it dries, just pop it out and peel it off. Yeah. It's yeah. Silicon. That's genius. Well, yeah. Yeah. Silicon. Scientific yeah. Silicon. That's what you need. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's the what one. That I believed. I believed. And that's what happened. That's why it come off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, just to clarify, it has to be silicon pop-up toys. It's the century toy if one's there. Everyone's a bit confused. It's one of those bad boys. You pop it. You pop the buttons. Yeah. Yeah. So what you need. They are good, though, Sean. Uh, ready mix uh, fill is really good for too. gap filling as well. Oh, so if you have uh, gaps in your scene, oh, I was gonna say ready mix filler, poly filler, whatever. I used to use that all the time for like when I bought <coughs> scenery kits or even large model kits like Bane Blades and Ooh. stuff. It's mm. instead of using green stuff, just use ready mix filler. It goes in really quickly, dries really quickly, and then as it dries, it shrinks a little bit. So you're not there waiting like 24 hours for it to cure. You just like wait 10, 15 minutes. It's dry, 
and all you need to do is just thumb over another like layer. Oh, nice. to, um, I often use a brush and it's just really good for filling gaps. It works better on scenery because sometimes you have to like buff it down to a bit more of a smoothness if you're doing like a plastic kit because yeah. it adds yeah. a bit of a coarseness to it. But you just get a model and file and file, file it down. But yeah, for um, nice. the scenery, large gaps, ready mix filler. Nice. Uh, Perfect. There you go. So easy to, to, to fill gaps. You don't need green stuff anymore unless you're making clicks. Of <laughs> yeah. I'm making clicks. Yeah. He's, he's starting to twitch already. Well. <laughs> um, so I've only, I've only done 50 of them now <laughs> <laughs> did anyone have anything else on the Wolf of Wall Street this week I mean the only thing I've, I've I say recently discovered since starting the channel um, I never knew it existed and I wish I knew it existed before but that Dirty Down Rust oh, stuff, and it's not oh, cheap granted but, so but you, oh, yeah, so I used to do like spray silver get a load of paint really thin it down so usually one pot of like mornfang brown really thin down coat it all over all the scenery you want to do then get like scrag brown thin that down coat it all down get some orange really thin that down go in the recesses dry brush up got some rust whereas this is like spray it silver and you can really thin this down as well um because i thin it down with water and then hair dry it instant rust effect and yeah so many people <laughs> really annoys me. So many people go, yes, but it's been told that dirty down rust reactivates with moisture. I was like, cool. Are you playing in the bath or outside when it's raining? <laughs> no. Yeah. Then why is it a problem? Yeah. At what point are you are you spitting on your models? Yeah. Are, yeah. You, are you pouring water over them? No. no, no and if it does, no, it reactivates with water, so you just heat it again. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure if you no, just done a, a chuck to matte varnish over the top of it. It's seal it. Maybe yeah, I, I've, I've never tried, tried it, it either. I, um, I've never tried it, and it's never reactivated because I don't yeah, in the exactly. bath or outside when it's raining. Oh shit! So. That's why my rust come off. Oh, bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, hold on. Oh, actually, yeah, good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say, oh, this is turning into a bit of a painting phase kind of fan fanboy session. But I've got to say thank you once again, <laughs> Peachy, for the um, balding actions, um, dirty down. Um, video oh, yeah. because I paint that my own board in actions and I use that so really appreciate it mm. because otherwise that would have taken a long time because a lot of detail went up yeah, to yeah. and also setting it all up in like a couple of strips and then just being able to break it back yeah. down again because I, I was like looking at it going how am I going to paint this and I was like oh if I just set it up in one big yeah. strip spray it and then do another big strip spray yeah. that, mm. oh, that whole and it's so satisfying yeah, so yeah, that I, it's a long strip that you paint mm. but then I was mm, I was an yeah. idiot and I was like painting. I was like, oh, dude, I've done it in strips, and then I forgot, like a dickhead, that there's the opposing side. <laughs> so I turned it round and I, I was just heartbroken because I, I I think I'm a fairly fast painter anyway, and I was like, oh, I've smashed yeah. this. This is like the fastest thing I've done. I was like, I've got to do it all again. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He did. A, to be fair, yeah, Pitch, he did a really, been... really good job of it. To be fair. He's very, very good yeah, terrain. It's, it's Sean is a very, very good terrain painter, I must say. Thank you, so thank you. Too kind, sir. Terrain bash up oh. for, uh, for the top, for the uh, the painting phase cave. He's probably a man. Yeah, I'm sure you had know. some um, scenery on the backdrops of some of your shots there, because I was like, hmm, yeah, I do remember that. When I was, I'm sure, unless I'm thinking of someone entirely different. Just another sure. very good, handsome hobbyist. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> that is very true. It's uh, all about you, Matt. Yeah, just like. Ch- <laughs> I'll, take um, I'll take it. I'll take anything. I'm really. trying to think. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see it. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I was looking at it. Yeah, because you you there put you like go. some shots yeah, on yeah. your Instagram. Yeah, I'd seen that. Yeah, because you got your um, sister. That's silence. the one. And I was like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, I used the. Um, nice. You got some other shots. A little bit of the. Oh, what's it called? The. Um, I haven't got any of the Siege. Not Siege. Siege Studios. The dry brushes. No, the Artist Opus. Oh, oh yes, the Artist Opus. I haven't got any. Unbelievable. Um, I haven't got any of the brushes. By all means, I'll accept some free ones if you want to send them to us, guys. Um, but I've used the technique <laughs> that they showed on um, on their channel for like the the two tone, and then just like filled in mm. with all like the dirty down and stuff. Really enjoyed it. Really fun. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Really fun to yeah, work yeah. on. Good paint. Apparently, they used to use that in theatre. Yeah, and movies. Uh, one of what well, they had sprays of it. One of the well. guys in uh, my hobby group. Um, uh, Charles, he is a prop designer, and he he first found out. Well, he told us he's like, well, we use this anyway for like our our prop sets, mm. and but they buy like tubs of it. it makes so much I'm sense. Like, Maybe yeah. I can just come and nick a little bit, mate. If that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Walking with ladles. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's that's it's such a. I mean, it's probably like so horrid if you get it in your mouth, but it's such yeah. a good substance. And the moss, I re- I've not used the verdigris yet, but I recently used oh, the, the moss. Is really nice for the end, the Endor uh, murder village. Oh. There was no village, but there was a lot of yeah. murder. Um, and I put it on some of the trunks and used the hairdryer, and I was just like, oh my god, it looks like moss. Yeah. This is amazing. Love I've it. Got so some. good. I haven't used it yet. I've been, it's literally looking at me in the corner of my mm. eyes, sitting on my desk, and the rust. And I haven't used the verdigris yet. But I, I, I've all the verdigris is really good. I've used the rust so far. Yeah, yeah. Because I, yeah, so I think far. you can I buy like the little rust. packs, can't you? Of like the they either do like the yeah. four or yeah. the three of them. And I just I think they got a yellow rust. Yeah, well. I, I, I saw the, the yellow, yellow one. one. I was a bit like because mm. I really like the, the yeah, proper like deep rust because you can play around with it so nicely and like Mick gets some nice textures from it. Um, but yeah, I have to see how the yellow one goes as well. But I, I've, I've got the other two. I just painted some random things just to see how it come out, and it looks amazing. Um, yeah, yeah, nice, top nice. notch. Yeah, definitely. Nice. Well, I, I've got we've got two final questions, but we normally leave them right to the end. Ooh. So how how's time hmm. for you, mate? Are you you? I can answer two more questions. Absolutely. Perfect, fantastic. Perfect. So, two questions we can do. This one. It's probably our most controversial, Peachy. And okay. it did come up thank, because obviously certain members of the Brush Lickers Club are Patreon members. Um, mm. How many sausages make a sausage dinner? Oh, it has to be uneven. Oh, it can't be equal. I don't think an equal number feels right. I think it has to be uneven. Okay. That's I've the chaos speaking. It's on your mash. jumper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so bangers and mash with three is uh depends on the amount you of mash heretical bastards it's all <laughs> three right. sausages yeah, it's all right <laughs> but with five it's much better with four you're just like well if i've got four i might as well go one extra and if i go one extra it's a nice uneven number because i can't cope with even numbers when it comes to meat i need my meat to be uneven <laughs> Tyler, you're sex tape. Don't know where I'm going with that. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Tyler, I'm a sex tape. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think five, five sausages. Makes me happy. Because mine, mine is six. I love it. Because for for me, (laughs) for me, you know, prime athlete, I've got to keep the 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 calories on board. You know, when you're painting these minis, all that repetition. Yeah. Hey. 
Usain yeah, Bolt's status. I mean, how, how much carb loading do you do before you, you do a full marathon of painting? Do you, oh, you get a lot of carb loading? Of course. There and... Peanut peanut butter M&Ms. <laughs> Monster Munch. Oh, Monster Munch crisps. Mm. I've got the palate of a 12-year-old. Kings. <laughs> same, same. It's like people say, My wife says people that. say to me, oh, let's go out for a drink. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Go out for a drink. I'm like WKD Blue or Wicked Blue, depending where you're from. A bottle of hooch, lemon. Yeah, yeah. oh hooch. Love oh, hooch. That's a long time since I've heard that. Name. Hooch is lovely. <laughs> is, that, is, is that still? Yeah, a thing? yeah. That it was, a thing it had a big comeback. It's come, it made a resurgence a few years ago. Yeah, it's lovely. Oh, God, that's delicious. like teenage years. That yeah, is. exactly. Steer it. Not that I was drinking, of course. Well, technically, we no. was drinking when we was eighteen. I take it. So we was teen ages. Yeah. There we go. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Teen. 18, 19. Yes. Yeah, nice spot. No worries. Don't you worry. <laughs> we are law-abiding citizens over five, here. Five is interesting. Five is interesting. It's a, the most common answer to say no is four, we've had. The most common oh, answer. five, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm a fat person. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff and Bastard. Pat are sausage people. That's, they're not true sausage people, no. though, are they? No, they're just, just people people. And, and the pack. Pat, yes. I, Pat hilariously as well. Oh, well, I thought it was funny. Was, um, he's all about the chipolatas as well. Mm. Like, yeah, ch- four mm. chipolatas. Mm. So. Four chipolatas? That's, that's nothing. <laughs> we need to have words. Yeah. So, tomorrow, yeah, when, no, was, whenever yeah, you see a next, be like... I'll just like go out next time there's a chippy nearby and he'll be like oh can you get me some uh, battered sausage I was like and they don't do chippy man. <laughs> so you have to get a proper sausage, mm, proper sausage. Uh, um, can you coat with that do you want to cut it to four <laughs> <laughs> and what, what would be your go to sausage not a chipolata uh, I am a big not a chipolata. I am a big fan of Lincolnshire yes. sausages. I like I like mm. Lincolnshire. Um, although I also quite like caramelised onion. Really well. good. Oh, yeah, really, I just had a flashback so to um, a. Sh- I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's it held in Kent in uh, in Detling. Um, there's a fairground there. It's called Military Odyssey. It's a massive reenactment um, living history mm. show. And I met Rifleman Harris from Sharp. He, oh, Jason Sulky. Yes. I know him well. I don't know him. <laughs> and that sh- where next to after after meeting him, I had a caramelised onion sausage baguette thing, mm. and it's beautiful. That's why mm. I've I've encompassed the. They, they, they catch a lot when when you like grill them. They they yeah. burn if you're not careful because there's the onions in there. And that sugariness from the onion. I don't know why. I think so, yeah. But oh, they're so good, yeah. so good. Love, love a good sausage. Air fry them. Oh, I love it. Oh, don't yeah, air, fry. Oh, yeah. air fries. Great. Air fries are great. People so always good. bang on about air fries yeah, being like the way. new trend. No, it is a trend. It's, it's not even a trend. It's the way of life now. Yeah, yeah. It's same. Yeah. Well, our, our cooker rust, right? So the in the yeah. oven itself just doesn't. Can we we're like, do we get a new cooker? We're like, well, we the hob still works because it's yeah. gas, so the yeah. hob's fine. We just got a glorified storage area right now, uh, and we got like um, an air fryer, one of the larger ones that's got a couple of shelves yeah. on it, and we can yeah. we can cook chicken yeah. in it, we can do sausages in it, and it's just yeah. like so good, and it's, so it's good. cheap because it's like really economical, yeah. isn't it, with the electric exactly side of stuff as well. So I've yeah. just got a double drawer, never going to go back. Friday sales, 
It's got the one now double draw. Oh, mm. oh mm. nice. Because initially, I thought an air fry was you literally fry chips with air. <laughs> <laughs> How does that work? Blowing <laughs> like, it really hard. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this weird tech? I don't understand it, but I'm sure we're going to orc technology. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Magic. Magic. <laughs> well, I feel like we're going to get caught up in so many other tangents. So I'm going to ask the final question, Mr. Peach. Mm-hmm. Do you lick your brushes? Of course I do. There's only a way to get, like, get a point to your brush and sometimes get rid of that excess. It's in your car. There we go. It's the only way to do it. Ladies and ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, live audience, maintain your excitement. Here we go, officially hearing it. Peachy from the painting phase is officially in the Brush Lickers Club. And we're proud to have him. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much it's an honor uh, i used to get told off a lot in warmer tv because i used to lick my brush uh it was like don't do that because it's a bad habit to share our customers i was like you're not an artist are you? <laughs> you don't, know how to, don't, don't talk to me about how to use my brush you're not an artist you really oh adopted uh, the brush uh, i was born with it <laughs> sure that's that's our next t-shirt oh my god <laughs> are you yeah. an artist <laughs> yeah have, are you an artist you're going to face I just give it a bit. It's gonna be like, are you an artist? And it's gonna have have that job done. Year, year one T-shirts. I've sorted them. Don't worry. Don't you oh worry, God. guys. Amazing. Amazing. Do you know? Because you just mentioned that we are coming up for a year. A year that we've done this podcast very soon. Oh, amazing. I know. Oh, well done. Good and for then, you. Uh, yeah. So, well, painting face is just slightly over a year. So you know, we're, we 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 we're, we're buddies. We're we're gonna be in the same class at school. One hundred percent. Cool kids sit at the back of the bus. Yeah. With our chipolata sausages, put him down the front. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll cut Pat's up before we pass him to him. Just saying, so, you know, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with that guy? <laughs> <Chipolata>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't look at him again now. Not the same. I look at him and just go, "Oh my god, we've we've so. destroyed the painting phase, but we're, we're, we're sausages. <laughs> yeah. we, we've caught we've caught them all." Pokemon's been the theme for you guys. We've got you all, and now we've just broken you apart. Shit. <laughs> stay away. Stay away. You can't have too much of a good thing. And it's all Pat's fault for eating small sausages. Strange. <laughs> Should I get him a cocktail stick so oh I can my eat God. Well? Here you go. Oh my God. You've got, yeah, 100%. That's got to be the new thing. Pigs and <laughs> small sausages. Yeah, yeah pigs and cocktail sticks. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine just leaving little sausages in people's pockets? You've just so if we do a patron open day, right? I am not going to do cocktail sausages with uh, toothpicks. They're going to be held together with pecs. That's yes. how it's nice. So you when you get like your your pineapple and your cheese and your whatever it is, a pickled onion, that's going to be held together with a pec. Nice. Uh, yeah, that, that's yeah. the way. Burgers held together with a peg. <laughs> Le grande Every, peg. Held together with a peg. Sandwiches. Sandwiches. Le grande. <laughs> peg. It's pegs all around. Pegs and sausages. Oh, absolutely brilliant. Sounds like a party. Sounds like a good party. <laughs> well, I think on that note, no, we you. will call it a day there. But once again, Peachy, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Thank you so much. It has been, yeah. We've had a great time. Hopefully, it's not been too torturous for you either. But 
No, not at all. No, I've, uh, you've not asked me any real tough questions. So I was like, oh, that was oh, easy. perfect. So next time, right. try who do you really hate? <laughs> and that, <laughs> oh God, that's. Do you want me to tell you now? I'll tell you every single person I hate. <laughs> He's a list. Adolf Hitler. He's rubbish. Uh, uh, Stalin, not so great. Uh, he's terrible. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, yeah. with well, that far into the podcast, is anyone still listening anyway? So you can say what you want. Who's, who's going to listen? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who do I hate most? Um, I'll tell you on the next one. No, you've, you've done nothing wrong to me. That's that's my theory. I yeah. I have a rule before we go. I have one rule, and it's the doorway Ooh. rule. And the doorway rule is: uh, I just used to work at great for head office. I could tell if someone was a twat or not a twat. And it was if you hold the door for someone and they say thank you, not a twat. If they say nothing and ignore you, I'm like probably having a bad day. I'll give them two more strikes next time. No, thank you. Coincidence, mm. maybe. Probably having another bad day. Third yeah. time, utter cunt. <laughs> <laughs> that was my rule. And, so, do you know what? You've had three times. PG saying that, I think that's it. That's brought us to this beautiful end. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Good evening, all. <laughs> <laughs>